Hey, when does the show start? It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This show from the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. Yeah, here it is a Tuesday, the ninth day of January, 2024. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, it's Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Good morning. And Kyle on the other side of the glass. Jobra in the studio with us once again, learning all the buttons and more. Mm. Your phone number, 916. By the way, Nelson, I got to tell you, <clears throat> you're a very good teacher. Well, thank you. I mean, you might be one of the best teachers i've ever seen in this business really i appreciate that because i really like teaching people i could make some money off you okay you know start i make some money too (laughs) you need like you be my pimp basically well i'm not saying i'm gonna start like a a whore house radio place thing i'm like (laughs) you know like one of those broadcasting schools yeah i was an instructor at a broadcast school yeah that's what i'm talking about i could make some money off you yeah, you know. I mean, as long as I can scratch a check, too, doing the teaching, I'm all for you making money on me. I don't care. Yeah, it works. Well, yeah, all right. I mean, food or, you know. No, 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 no. Yeah, I need rent money. <laughs> Maybe a place to stay. All right. You know. I'll food buy, and lodging. I'll buy a tough shed and okay. put it in the back and you can sleep there <laughs> <Okay>. for free. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Your phone number, if you'd like to participate here in the next four hours, uh, 916-909-0985. You can also use that to get it on the text machine. Give us a like, share, follow on the social at Listen to the BS on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel, please. Uh, at The Bailey Show, we'll start the live stream here at 7 on our Facebook as well as the 98 Rock Facebook page. Monster Jam tickets in your pocket closer to 8 o'clock uh, as we continue to get you registered for the big flyaway trip to Las Vegas to see the Scorpions at Planet Hollywood. Listening for the Wind of Change whistle. And when you hear that, then uh, you're going to be caller 18 and get you registered. And I, I'm assuming, I don't know if we can follow up on this, I'm assuming we're going to pick a winner on Friday, right? We'll yeah, like a, we did last time. Like mm-hmm. we did last time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always very confusing around here how those things work, <laughs> and I don't understand why. Uh, but uh, we'll call a winner, and uh, it'll be live. Mm-hmm. It's okay to do things live. Well, it's oh, ra- I don't know about that. It's radio. That's the way radio should be done. It should be done live. Uh, so hopefully, you know, all of our winners are coming in and around Sacramento. So uh, it'll be good. It might be you. It might be your neighbor. Who the hell knows? So did you get to go see the color purple last night for your birthday? That was your big birthday prize from Nikki. Uh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> my dear friend, uh, Miss Nikki D, was not feeling well last night. So, no, we have we got a rain check on that. We're going to do that again. Oh, no. Today. What's wrong with you? I had some stomach issues going on, so I could not leave out of my house. You guys, I got to tell you, you know, I don't think I could hang with your crew. Why? You guys make a lot of plans and change them a lot. You like, know, for a lot what? of different reasons. Like whether it's sick. Uh, it's life. You have to go with the flow sometimes. I can't do that. I, I like to fly by the seat of my pants. Yeah, I can't do That's what I'm saying. I, could, I couldn't hang with your crew. Mm-hmm. It's like if you make plans, it's in the calendar. You got to do it. 
one way or the other. It's got to happen. No, that's what it's called just free time. You do what you want. It's not a job. You don't have to be there. Well, that's what I'm saying. I couldn't hang with your crew. Yeah. You only know how to work. Is yeah. what you're saying? You only yeah. know how to be a job? <laughs> I'd be there anyway. <laughs> and then even if you canceled, I'd be mad. <laughs> i say, what are you doing? You, you promised two weeks ago. We were going to see the color you purple. Promise? At you the sound mo- like a two-year-old. <laughs> you <just> promise. <laughs> you promised two weeks ago we were seeing the color purple for my birthday. Oh my God. And my birthday only comes once a year, it and does. we'll never be able to relive this moment. Nope. I was so stoked and so psyched. I'm here at the, <gasps> the movie atorium, and, <laughs> and I'm waiting like uh, a bastard child waiting for his father on the stoop. When his dad went to go get cigarettes. Every once in a while, an employee, are you lost, little boy? <laughs> no, I'm waiting for my friend to come see the color purple with me. It's my birthday. She promised me two weeks ago. Uh, so, But you guys do that a lot. Like, you guys change plans a lot. I don't it notice happens. it. What's that? It happens. You know what I'm saying? We don't do it a lot, but it happens yeah. from time to time. Yeah. There's a lot. That's what I hear. <laughs> it's a lot. Who'd you hear it from? Huh. Oh, that's what I hear from him. Well, I hear I hear from y'all. Y'all talking back and forth. Well, yeah, he oh, hears okay. us set up the plans and then he'll right. ask, Well, how were the plans? And I was like, Oh, that didn't happen. It, it, right. That's what that's what I hear. Huh? You know, like that's why I say I couldn't hang with the crew. <laughs> I'd be like, God, I really wanted to go get pizza tonight. Or I thought we were gonna do this. Like I told you we we're going out to get food. We went out and got food. And actually, <laughs> to my point, you changed the plan. Oh, did I? Yeah. Because originally yep. it was Saturday. I know, but that's because I had other that's plans. He doesn't I... keep up with his plan. I don't. That's why I just trust Nikki D to know what we're doing. And you know, you want to know a little secret. Uh-huh. Truth be told. Uh-huh. So Sunday came around. Uh-huh. And uh You and... wanted to cancel the plans. No, 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 I did not. But I I, I put you to the test. Oh, you thought I was going to back out of those plans. Notice I didn't reach out to you. You did not reach out to me. I was like, man, this man has not reached out yet. So yeah. I'm like, all yeah. right, when do you want me to when do you want me to head on over to the spot? And 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 if I could be honest, uh-huh. I reached out late. It was killing me. <laughs> <laughs> the entire day. It was killing me. Because he wants to know what time things are going down. Yeah. It was killing me. He has me. to know. It was killing me. Because I'm planning two weeks in advance my life. <laughs> You know, I get up in the morning. I look over at Rachel. He hasn't texted yet. In the morning. And she goes, it's it's 530. I said, <laughs> oh, my God. I said, I know, but you'd think you'd be excited about it. <laughs> you should have texted Saturday night. <laughs> Thinking about you. Yeah, but no, it still would have to be day of. Oh, okay. It'd have to be day There's of. There's rules. It's rules. Like, I can't live like that. Like, you know, we got something tonight. And they put it in the calendar like two weeks ago, but they it was like, uh, hold this day. I only saw it yesterday. <laughs> and no, it's been there for a while, but it was it was like a hold this day. Yeah, hold. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I don't hold days. Was this a wedding? It's a save the date, right? I'm I'm not a fly by the seat of my pants guy. I'm a scheduled guy, so I held the day, and you know, thank God it's going to happen. But I'm like, right. if it wouldn't have happened. I had so many plans for tonight at five o'clock. Tuesdays are big for me. I bet. Yeah, I mean, I've got to prep for. Wednesday. Wednesday. Right. <laughs> Just like for what? Right. <laughs> anyway, you getting a, a, a rain check on the color purple? I mean, you can't yes. go without the, the yes. promise. If you, you take them, what, tonight? Or you can't no, tonight. No, not tonight. Tomorrow night. To do. Right? Probably tomorrow. Tomorrow night. So you get sounds tomorrow like, Yeah, sounds like I got some Wednesday plans. Mm-hmm. Joe, you make a little side bet? Five bucks, they don't go? <laughs> Joe doesn't have five bucks. All right. Five cents? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do a nickel? It's a gentleman's bet. They're going to change it up again? 
Uh, so, all right. Well, I hope you get to see your movie. I know it's very exciting. Well, we I'm, also got Mean Girls coming out Wednesday. You could pivot and you could go see I'm Mean Girls pivot instead. Mean Girls. Hmm. You don't want to see Mean Girls? I mean, no. I'll see it, but I don't need to see it in the theater. Really? Uh-uh. Oh. I didn't see Mean Girls until late. It's like a cult font. The, the only reason I like a, a single like a single guy in your case should see it uh-huh. is because when you meet a girl, uh-huh. it's kind of the Barbie theory. Oh, like I have to know the, the, the they're, movie? They're, they're going to be impressed that you know the characters. Okay. Right? It's It would be one of those types of things. Yeah, all I remember about the other one is the October 3rd is Mean Girls Day. Right, and the well, does he ask for my pen or no? He asked what day it is. I, you could sit there. I I couldn't tell you everything. That's all. The only quote I got. I just know that a house full of teenagers watched the movie, including my wife, over and over and over and over again. Including my wife. Inclu- I mean, all the time. It's all. It was on the TV. Uh, looks like last night we got a uh, national champion for uh, the college football game. Uh, Michigan, thank God, beat as I predicted. Beat up Washington. Well, it wasn't that much of a prediction. They were. They. <laughs> I don't know what the spread was. But uh, after halftime, I mean, it, it just got out of control. Uh, like in the mid-third quarter, it just got got silly, you know, with the interception and then the score and then the the, the milking of the clock. And it was, you know, boom, 34-13. Um, I, I despise Washington. You know, what's funny is, like, I've got really no dog in the fight. I don't care uh-huh. either way. You know, there's not an SEC school in there, so I, I don't care. But I definitely wanted Michigan to win based solely on one reason, is that there is somebody that is in my past that is a diehard Washington fan that I absolutely despise. Mm -hmm. Like, I wish the world's worst disease on this man. And because of that, I wanted that football team to lose. Isn't that funny how how, how you get there? Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, just to be a part of the game, Mm -hmm. you know, you're sitting there, you know, because when I turned it on, I I didn't see the first half. Uh, so I turned it on, and I was like, wow, this is closer than I thought. You know, Washington started to come back. They were within a, a, a seven, and I was like, okay, well, you know, they might make a game out of this. And I was like, you know, really, now I'm now I'm into it. Uh-huh. I was eating my leftover gumbo from Lucille's. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there in front of the TV, and I'm like, uh, and, and then it just gets out of control. And I'm like, thank God, because I know that man is at his house right now, and he's mad, uh-huh. and he's weeping. He just lost his job. Nobody likes him. All the sexual harassment uh, conversations are happening about him. And now his college football team loses. This is a good night. This is a win for Bailey. Uh huh. You know, I made it about myself. Of course. You know, because of that. So it's all done 34-13. And, of course, what do you do if you win something or you're mad at something? You tear down the city that you live in. Yes. Which is so silly. Now, so silly. Here's the thing. Everybody says that. So if everybody says that, why do people still do it? I mean, Ann Arbor was on fire last night. Yeah. It was flooded with with people in the streets, and they were lighting things on fire, and they are tearing things apart. The city that you live in. Even protesters. Like, you know, the protests. Like, when we had the protests go through Atlanta, <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there going, you're destroying the city you live in. Mm-hmm. Yes. What is the point of that? They said with the protesters, though, a lot of those people didn't live there. They were people who came from out of town. Oh. So I think that's a little bit different than these people who are in their city where they play football and they're burning it down. Well, we used to be, like, where I'm from, Nebraska, the college team used to be something, okay? It was basically like the Alabama of the 90s, okay? And of the three national titles we won, they used to grease the light poles right. in downtown Omaha, which is 45 minutes away from the stadium and everything anyway. Um, 
because we will take to the streets and climb light poles and flip cars when we win a national title. One time, I, I will re- pay you $1,000 if you climb a light pole. There's not today. a chance I couldn't. <laughs> but I remember when we won in 19... 19- we won It'd in... be 19- like a pole vault. You know, like a... <laughs> they were so drunk and excited growing up when I was I was a little kid then. My, my dad and his buddies, they won in 94 after losing to Florida State in 93. And one of the neighbors went into his basement, got his shotgun out, and then fired three rounds into the air mm-hmm. in a suburb. Mm-hmm. Just... A yeah. neighborhood, sh- sh- boom, woo, go Big Red. So I kind of get it. it no, I, that's I, crazy. I, 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 that just seems normal to me. He, you know what? I uh, under, I understand. Uh-huh. No, I get it. Uh-huh. But I don't agree with it. Fair. I think it's silly. It, it's kind of like the Wild West. You know, it's like, <laughs> well, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> they did not grease. You know, the greasing of the light poles is, is a thing usually. Yeah. They did not grease the light poles in Ann Arbor. No. Because I'm looking at pictures of people climbing the light post. Mistake. Got Couches caught on fire. Uh, it's 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 just I never. I mean, it's one thing to have a good time, but I don't understand how lighting a couch or a car on fire is a good time. And to your point of you know, uh, like with the the riots, people from the outside coming in. Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that the people that live there shouldn't have stopped them. Right. Right. I mean, because I guarantee the guy from if the guy from outside broke into the Footlocker. There's a guy that lives there. It's right next to him, not having a problem taking the shoes at the window. Of the guy from outside right. broke. They got some size 13s. You know, so I mean, t- take care of your city and take care of your own. Uh, it's just silly, you know. Looking through some of these pictures, I mean, it's not horrible, right? I mean, I've definitely seen a lot worse. You know, like God, I, I mean, there wasn't looting or anything like that. You know, uh, they were just climbing light poles and setting them fire. I don't know. I just don't understand. It doesn't make sense. I don't think I've ever been that excited for anything. No. No, you you cheer, you jump, you shout, you go have a drink. But to tear the city up, right. it will never make sense to me. A lot of fist pounding, yeah. fire shotgun, uh, high fives, mm-hmm. uh, ass slaps, and a couple of twelve gauge rounds. Just yeah, just straight up, and just a. Yeah, I mean, I could see them anyone. doing fireworks. I could see fireworks. that. Yeah, well, it's kind of like, like a firework. No, it's a firearm. Somebody can die if those bullets hit them. Yeah, they're just, it's buckshot. It's fine. And who who offered up their couch? Like, who's, Oh, you know that's a college couch. That's some crusty, like, dorm room couch or whatever. I've always, you know, I've always wanted to uh, do a college couch museum <laughs> and have stories of each couch. Yes. Because if I remember my couches in college, like, I wish that I would have put them in a storage unit. Mm-hmm. The stories, you know, like the last night that I was at Wingate College in Wingate, North Carolina, uh, my buddy Rock, we call him Rock, mm-hmm. Scott Donahue, linebacker, little, little, little short guy with mm-hmm. humongous tree trunk legs, and I lived. We, no, we took my couch up to the top of the dorm. That's for awesome. whatever reason because I lived on the first floor. Uh huh. So we took it up to the top and threw it off, and then threw it off. Yes, I, I don't know why. <laughs> Legendary. <laughs> Legendary. And then sh- then we'd streak to the campus. <laughs> All right. Uh, 17 years ago today, arguably one of the biggest and best inventions that we cannot live without uh, came about. We'll tell you what that is and some of the cool things uh, that's going on at uh, the CES, the Consumer Electronics Show. It's always neat every year. Starts up today in Vegas and some of the things that they got uh, that we might or we will be able to buy here in the near future if you're into that kind of stuff. Tell you about that here in a minute. 17 years ago today, 
2007, Steve Jobs unveiled the iPhone. Wow. First 10 years, Apple sold more than 1.2 billion iPhones worldwide. I remember <clears throat> my, uh, I didn't buy into it. I was always the guy I that didn't either. <laughs> never bought in social, I, I, and I regret it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, like, I didn't, it's going to be a fad. Sure. I don't want to jump on it. Didn't want to jump on the MySpace. Didn't want to jump on the Facebook. <laughs> you know, and then when I do jump on things. Threads. Right. I was just going to say threads. <laughs> it's a bust. I can't figure it out. <laughs> right. You know, I don't know what to jump on. Uh, so I fought the iPhone thing. I was like, I am not paying. I also had a, an endorsement deal with another company that was making cell phones. So it made things a little bit easier. But uh, I was like, you know, I'm not going to pay whatever it was when it came out. I think it was like $300 or something. Mm-hmm. And, Beyond, imagine 300 Right. And so my intern uh, at the time, he went and waited in line for it. And he got it. And he brings it back to the radio station. And it's this, you know, giant thing. Yeah. You know, because at the time it was smaller was better. Bulky. <clears throat> Big and bulky. And I'm like, well, what's a smartphone? What does that mean? You know, and he's doing all this stuff and it was it just it, it just didn't it didn't run obviously like they run now. And now everybody's got one. I mean, I've, you probably can't name a more important invention in your lifetime, uh, something that you use more than your cell phone. I mean, now you use your cell phone, your iPhone. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I'm Samsung doesn't exist in my world. So just let's say iPhone. So iPhone <laughs> It just doesn't. It's, You're not going to defend your Samsung, Nelson. I don't need. Uh, listen, what am I going to do? Lower myself to his swamp? I'm elevated. I am Samsung. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. You said that with such confidence, too. Like <laughs> <laughs> as long as you believe that. So put, people take their iPhone out more than they take their wallet out. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the way it's set up. That's the way it's designed. That's the way. Your iPhone is your wallet in a lot yep. of cases now. Yep. I mean, literally, it says there's an app that says wallet. Right. You know, okay. so. Yeah. And and so or your credit cards or what have you. Uh-huh. You know, so it's 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 that's how we're being programmed to be to be replaced by that yes. stuff. So, <clears throat> you I mean, you would say, oh, microwave or oven or those types of things. No, you, you can survive just with your iPhone because you can DoorDash, you can Uber Eats. Yep. You can, you can do everything. You can watch TV. You can watch TV, right. You can watch TV. You can mm-hmm. listen to the radio. You can listen to the show. You can, listen, you can do whatever you want. There is nothing that other invention that you have in your hands that's better than your iPhone. It just doesn't exist. No, because when you were when you posed this question, I thought, what do I use more than my phone? And I would have said Another. my TV. Well, yeah, but you're. Do you use your phone more than your or, or your TV more than your phone? That's what I was thinking. Because when I'm home, yeah, I have my phone, but I feel like I watch TV more than I just sit and look at my phone. See, I'll I'll watch videos on the phone before even I'm tur- turning on the TV. So, like so anymore. a great way to figure that out is at the end of each week. I don't know if it's a setting that I mean, I know the I screen get screen time, right? So look at your screen time and then go. Did I watch whatever that time is? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know you're not watching videos and stuff like that mm-hmm. all the time. But, I'm not. I know Nelson is. I am. But if I were to ask that question to somebody 20 years younger than you, no way. No, they're they don't on even, their phone. They don't, they don't even need TVs. Like, mm-hmm. when we moved into our house <clears throat> in Roseville, I said to my daughter, I was like, you know, where do you want me to put your TV? And she's like, well, I don't need one. What TV? Right. I was like, no, well, it, no, I, I've got an extra one. I want to put one in here. Yeah, right. see, my daily average <clears throat> screen time is four hours. Daily average yeah. screen time. Well, you're not watching TV for four hours a day. No, but it, I think it's on. My TV's on more than four hours yeah, a day. Yeah, but you're not watching it. Not actively. Right, actively. It might be on in the background, Yeah, but you're not watching it. No. You know. 
So anyway, with that being said, the Consumer Electronics Show, CES, a big, if you're not familiar, it's the, you know, the mecca of new stuff, uh-huh. techie stuff every mm-hmm. year uh, in Vegas. And it starts today and, and it, um, it runs through Friday. It's funny because there was the guy for CES that I had a relationship for years with. His name was Jim Barry, Jim, the, the digital answer man, Jim Barry. Uh-huh. <clears throat> You'd see him on all the news stations and whatnot. And I'd always have him on my shows and he'd come on from CES and talk about it. <clears throat> I remember one year, this was probably like four or five years ago. And I'd gone to my producer and I said, hey, man, we got to get Jim on. And he's like, all right. He's, I, you know, so I'll text him. Mm-hmm. He texted him. It was weird. He didn't text back. So I'm texting him. I'm like, Jim, where are you at, man? Everything okay? Still didn't hear anything back. So I Google. He died. I remember Whoa. that. I feel like an idiot. Just so freaky. <clears throat> I feel like an idiot. I didn't even know he, got, he died. I'm blowing up a dead man's phone, getting mad at him mm-hmm. for not coming on the radio show. Right. So here, <clears throat> I got something in my throat. Hold on. <clears throat> So here are a couple things that they got. They got a voice-activated bidet that they're uh, showcasing at CES this okay, year. Why would you need that? Why would you need what? Wash. And what do you, what's the voice activation? Wash? Alexa. Alexa, I know, wash my command? ass. Yeah, what's the command? Yeah, Alexa, wash my ass. But wash. see, I like all of that stuff because I want a smart house, like what you see in the movies where my door slides open and I just talk to my AI person and they do all my stuff. Like, I want that. You know what I set up? I got this new fan for my living room. And it hooks up to Alexa. Oh, God. And I just go, Alexa, ceiling light on. Oh, see, I want to do all that I stuff. I said, Alexa, ceiling fan on. I got to tell you, I feel so cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you feel futuristic, I don't feel, you? I feel rich. Right. I feel smart. <laughs> I feel cool. And I'm none of these things. <laughs> but I tell you, it makes me feel like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, and my wife refuses to do it for she some reason. She won't use it. Because <laughs> she always gets in an argument with Alexa. Alexa does not listen to her. She doesn't listen well at all. I will agree with that. I think it's something with tone and inflection. Tone, inflection, and bass. Uh huh. I think the more bass, I think she's a very uh, submissive machine. She likes to be told. She likes to be told what Uh to do. Right. Well, that shouldn't be a problem for Nikki D. It's not a problem for me. My Alexa listens to me 99% of the time, but I do have the 1% where she acts a little crazy. The only thing with uh, her Alexa is a refrigerator. Argue, it argues with her. <laughs> <laughs> right. She does argue with me. She tells me, I can't find that. That doesn't exist. And I'm like, yes, it does, Heifer. LG has a new see-through TV. It's called the OLEDT, with the T standing for transparent. This is actually pretty brilliant. So when the television is off, you can see right through it, so that gets rid of the big black rectangle in your room. Okay. That makes the room look smaller. Somebody <clears throat> I could swore has that TV and told me that it's horrible. Like the no, quality of it doesn't is. exist. This is that's what CES is. I don't know. I think it's something she similar said, to that. I don't know. Or <laughs> no, something. Somebody I, told me something about I, a TV similar to this. I promise you. I've been talking about CES uh-huh. for a, these things don't exist yet. That's okay. why the whole convention is they're showcasing these new things. <laughs> That's the whole point of CES. Goes, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's something similar though. But but that is um that that's the 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 future concepts of everything is like computers in the near future. I mean, mm-hmm. they already exist with the government, the military, and the high tech place, but the the everything will be air driven. Yeah. yeah. So you'll put a disc out, and you know you'll punch the sky, and it'll go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you'll do all that stuff. They I mean, did that on Black Mirror. Yeah, the technology's there. It's just not mass production yet. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a brand new uh, brand called Sevi 
has a new oven that's as fast as a microwave. I think I know somebody who's got that brain. <laughs> Whatever, Nelson. They claim... <laughs> No, Nelson, you don't understand. CES is for items that oh. don't exist yet. Oh, oh, oh. You're just mind. not sure? I think it might be something similar. Okay. <laughs> they claim it doesn't give uh, chicken and other meat that rubbery texture like the microwave, and you can bake in it and it supposedly make a cake in under four minutes. What? Whoa. Well, I don't want to eat a cake that's made in under four minutes. I like the idea of we're living in a time where I'm four minutes from cake. <laughs> I don't trust it. Why? Everything else you make in the microwave is under four minutes? No, I won't even buy those little cakes now that you can you eat a put pizza? in a microwave and it goes... Oh, yeah, the cupcake or whatever, yeah. like where you make it in a mug. Mm-hmm. Do you eat a pizza in the microwave? No. No. Mm-mm. I put That's, it in the oven. Since the air fryer came out, man, my microwave is like almost non-existent. Yeah, I don't really use my microwave much. The air fryer is a game changer. Yes. I agree. Uh, two brothers from Switzerland came up with a new cat door called Flappy. Okay. That prevents... I guess, I mean, you really have to be a cat person to come up with this. But this is how inventions are made, uh-huh. right? Uh, Flappy prevents cats from bringing dead mice inside. It's how? Out, well, I'm going to tell you. It's, uh, it's out, I'm sure you probably know somebody with a, <laughs> with a Flappy. I, do, I actually do. You've yeah. heard this story I, you before. You know what? You're right. It's outfitted with AI that can detect a dead animal in your cat's mouth and not let them in until they drop So it. hold on a second. What if it brings a, a live mouse? You know what I mean? Or it's like on its way to death. I don't then have that mouse gets in. That's all the information. You know, because that's what the cat's going to figure out. It's going to be like, it's not letting this in. You know what? Maybe he does. Maybe he likes them fresh. <laughs> He's going to start <laughs> bringing just bleeding ass mice into my house. The uh, last thing that that, at least, I mean, there's there's tons <laughs> of stuff there, but the last thing that I got is uh, uh, there's an invention called the My Court Caddy. Oh, you're so <laughs> I think I know somebody who has one of those. That Listen, might be I true. I already have the <laughs> merch for it. Yeah. So I know that for a fact. <laughs> Thank you very much. And it's a caddy for tennis players and pickleball players mm. in particular that you can uh, put on a chain link fence and, and let when, gravity take its course. When did electronics get added to the MyCourt caddy? Because I seem to remember that being a very analog product. Yeah, well, you can order it digitally. Oh, yeah, <laughs> online. Imagine that. MyCourtCaddy.com as well as Amazon. But you'll get a better deal if you go to MyCourtCaddy.com because there's a promo code at the top of the website. Yeah, you want to buy direct. You know, if you're going to buy, you try to buy direct. And merch might come with it. Oh. Yeah. No, actually, it does. Yeah. Because said inventor has a garage full of it. (laughs) (laughs) He's got to get rid of it. Said inventor inventor (laughs) has come to the realization that he doesn't mind taking a hit as long as he can clear out some of the inventory. Mm-hmm. And those tote bags are clutch. Yeah. For sure. Shirts, magnets, squeeze towels. balls, towels. Mm-hmm. You name it. Yep. Said inventor has it all. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's a must-have for tennis players and pickleball players. <laughs> I got to tell you. <laughs> anyway, they say that's the best item at CES this year. <laughs> wow. Whether or not it's actually at CES this uh-huh. year or right. not, I can't tell can't confirm or deny. I can tell you they are now headquartered in Roseville, say, California. <laughs> plenty of them in Roseville. <laughs> Said inventor would even be willing to drop it off at your house in person. <laughs> He's making deliveries. No shipping. Yeah. Right. right. For you. Well, you don't have to pay it anyway. I'm paying all the shipping. That's why I'm taking a hit on all this no, stuff. The inventor. Or, say, I'm, yeah, my bad. Said inventor. Right. All right. First round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where a woman was found trapped for five days and... Who's accusing ESPN of sabotage? Can I answer the, the question? Sure. Nelson's bed. <laughs> yeah. Nelson's van. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Did I spoil the story? Uh, a little bit. Okay. All right. You get your two big stories from today. Your first round of headlines here in a minute. Right. Stand by for news. No! News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Hey, here we go. First round of headlines getting learned thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. 530 Good Air. Go ahead. A woman in Southern California has experienced a New Year's miracle. H1. Real lucky, man. Five days. Jeez. Yeah, um, yeah, she's lucky because the car is like down in the bushes. You can't even see it. Very fortunate, especially with the extreme conditions we've been having the last this last week and that we're expecting to continue to have. A woman's heading out on Wednesday um, in Angeles National Forest Park, and she's driving, and a deer comes in the road. Well, she swerves, and she's driving like a Ford pickup-type truck, and her truck goes over a cliff and plummets plummets down 200 feet. She could not get out of the truck because of the severe damage that was to it. So she was stuck inside of her truck for five days before a hiker who was able to get out and hike because they've had really bad conditions even in South Carolina. uh, California with the rain and the, the cold weather and things like that and they were able to find her and luckily she was still alive and she could speak and everything why didn't she that's why you got to hook your phone up to bluetooth well her she didn't there's no service down there oh well, there was right. no cell phone service so she couldn't dial out call out for help or anything that's like why that. you buy it you know gmc get your little thing up oh, on them my god well you what have i have service don't you no you use satellite oh okay oh okay that's good well this is something i did that made me think Keep water in your vehicle because that's the only way she survived all those days. That's she had a, to have water in her car. Was it that a conversation you and yes. I had months ago? Yeah, because you went right before we were going to go to Sky River. It was like one of the first times you and I went out to Sky River to gamble. I think it was the night I spilled the drink. That beforehand, he goes, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm like, what's he doing? And he goes into his house and comes back out to make sure he has water in his truck. Mm -hmm. It's like my truck is a survival vehicle. (laughs) I have things that I could survive in my, like I have snacks, I have jackets, I have blankets, I have weapons, I have tools, Mm -hmm. I have a chain, you know, I mean, I've- I do. I have a chain. Those because, are all things you need in case you get stuck somewhere, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, when I had the cabin. You uh, got any kitty litter? In North, no, I don't have kitty litter. Up in North Georgia, you know, I had a chain in case, you know, I had mm-hmm. to pull somebody's uh, car out or my truck had to be pulled out or something like that. So, yeah. I mean, it's a thing. Like, it, it blew him away that I had that much stuff. I always have water in my truck. I don't know why. In my head, that's not what I was imagining the chain for. Well, what was you imagining I, it for? I was in case he had to regulate. <laughs> oh no! I mean, like he's just walking up. I imagine him in like a leather Negan jacket all of a sudden, and he's just got this chain that he's twirling. Like, let's go! Pump. But that's my, you know, that's my fear about you know the twisty twirlies. Yeah, and I have not experienced that yet here. I've not gone anywhere. I've driven on roads yeah. like that, but I keep hearing about it. Well, look, FYI, and I'm an animal lover, but the rule is. Don't swerve. Don't, don't swerve, swerve for anything but a pig. Yeah. No, don't swerve for anything. They say you're supposed to swerve for a pig only because a pig could launch you into the air. Well, I'd rather be. I'd rather take my chances with me being wear your seatbelt. Yeah, you should wear your seatbelt. I don't want to go off a cliff. And I do not want to go off a cliff. Days. But you're supposed to hit an animal. I'm going to hit that pig if a cliff is next to me. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to have some bacon. Yes. You know, I'm going to wait five days for the hiker to find me, and I'm going to chow down on some bacon. I hit this huge bird one time. Like this bird stood up over the top of my dad's truck, and they were in the middle of the road, and I just hit them. I just braced for shock. There was a, a girl radio personality. This was years ago. She was driving to go see, this was in Florida. She went to she was going to drive see her family. And she was on uh, the interstate or something. She's going over to the coast. 
and some truck in front of her had you know furniture and whatnot in it in the back, and a throw pillow came off the truck. That's it, a throw pillow. Mm-hmm. And because I mean, we all I mean, we all get that weird feeling whether it's a bug or a pillow. I mean, uh-huh. you know, it's just it's a human reaction. And uh, she swerves and phew, killed, died. Boom. Dang. Just because a damn, what? a stupid throw pillow in the back of a truck that wasn't secure mm-hmm. took that girl's life. So sad. It is sad. You know, that's why you got to stay for it. Go through the Just, throw pillows, go through yep. the pigs, yep. go through the deer. Just hold on to the steering wheel and keep going. All right, second story. Pat McAfee has some serious allegations against ESPN. H2. We're very thankful for the ESPN folks being very hospitable. Now, there are some people actively trying to sabotage us from within ESPN. More specifically, I believe Norby Williamson is the guy who is attempting to sabotage our program. (laughs) So this video um, and information is leaking and everybody's talking about it. And he's saying that he thinks this guy is sabotaging his show because he's leaking unfavorable ratings to the New York Post before they've even been released. Now, ESPN says they don't plan to punish McAfee for his comments about Williamson, but he feels as though they all need to work together. Pat McAfee said he's an old hag who doesn't understand what the future looks like. All right, so... Is it McAfee or McAfee? McAfee. So the the follow-up, I mean, that's the original story from like three or four days ago. So the ongoing beef, Uh he continues to bring it up. He brought it up... Uh, last night, the national championship game and the pre-show or uh-huh. the, on his show, the day of stuff. And he keeps calling him out. I love this stuff. Yeah, like, what are you supposed to do when your employer is attacking you from within? There, it, There's no doubt that he's being greenlit, you know, because the, the boss of this guy loves Pat. Uh-huh. You know, they have, it shows a picture of them together and stuff like that. So it's the idea in the sportsy world of the purest and the old school not liking the new school. He's the new school. Yes, he is. And the purists in the old school can't stand people like him. Mm-hmm. People that have an opinion, that can think for themselves, that are trying to do high risk, high reward. Right. Whatever they have to do to be entertaining, you know, versus reading a teleprompter, not asking questions outside of, so you just won a national championship. <laughs> how do you feel? At the end of the day, how do you feel? It's always, how do you feel? How do you mm, think they you feel? feel? Why don't you ask them real questions? You know what I mean? So Pat does that, and he's done it really solely on his own. I mean, he started in, in the digital world. Right. He goes from punter. He says, hey, I want to make a living doing this. He does it. He calls on his, his good friends, and he puts it together, and he's got success. ESPN signs him. He takes the deal. Why not? You know, but right. then you got people that are like, no, 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 no. This is not who we are. Uh-oh. So, uh and then he gets the bonus of Aaron Rodgers being his buddy with the Heat with Jimmy Kimmel, mm-hmm. right? So he gets the cross promotion on network uh, on 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 his network. Yes, it's great. Love this stuff. Radio used to do it, and you know we all became pansies. Yes. Well, how do you think this is going to end, though? Pat will win. Yeah, Pat's going to win. Yeah. Mm. Ratings and revenue always. He wins. is putting too many eyes on ESPN right now. Right. He will win. Right. Just like Rogan will win with Spotify. The only person who can beat Pat McAfee now is himself. Yeah. Like, if he does something stupid off the air, if there's any kind of scandal, if he's got it, and I'm not saying this is what he's going to do, but if he's got, like, one of those Matt Lauer buttons on his desk, you know? I don't think he And does. he's locking interns in his office. That's the only thing right now that could stop him, would be a scandal of his own making. I'm a fan. I, I liked what he did, or what he does with the WWE. 
Yeah. The dude's an athlete. Like, I mean, you look at him, he's like, oh, he's just a punter. He was one of the most badass punters the NFL's ever seen. Right. You know, I mean, you look at some of his highlights, he was laying licks on people. Right. It was awesome. All right. Uh, this briefly came up during the show yesterday because of the email I received. It was a very good deal I wanted to take advantage of for my wife. Mm. Then when I threw it out there, uh, people were looking at me like I had three eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't there s- something that us guys, us husbands, buy for our wives that people, I mean, like, is there stuff that's off limits that we cannot buy? Or is the item that I'll tell you when we get back, is it a little weird? Hmm. Uh, maybe in store, but definitely not online. I thought this was the norm. I thought all guys did this for their, their ladies. And I thought the ladies liked it when guys bought them this thing. So, tell you what that is here in a minute. Hang on. We are live. Not only here on 98 Rock, but also on the stream, on the BS Facebook, as well as the 98 Rock Facebook, if that's your thing, and you'd like to see some faces mm-hmm. to go with the words. Appreciate you being here. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, it's Nikki D. Uh, there's Nelson. Kyle on the other side of the glass. Joe Bra joining us in the studio. 916-909-0985. I was a little uh, surprised yesterday when I brought up to y'all that uh, I was, because uh, I was excited. I got a I got a uh, an email from uh, Victoria's Secrets. Mm-hmm. Had a panty party going on. Eight for twenty five bucks. That's a steal. It was your excitement yeah. that threw me off. Not the fact that you were actually going to purchase it. It's like you were like, oh my gosh, here, there's a sale at Victoria's Secret on panties, and I'm like, what? First of all, who says that out loud? And then as excited right. as you was about it, I'm like, right. that's a little weird. Well, it's usually five for twenty five. That's why I was excited. I'm getting three. I know extra. the price of panties, and they ain't cheap. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. <laughs> I mean, I'm essentially getting three pair of panties for free. <laughs> you're right about that. But it's just the fact that you're so excited about yeah. that. And I, and I got to tell you, you know, during the holidays, like I always get, say I buy my wife's clothes, right? Mm-hmm. And I buy my wife's panties. Uh, and I always have, you mm-hmm. know, because she's, you know, she's she just doesn't go and buy things for herself. Um, not that she's got a bunch of dirty panties or anything, but, you know, uh it's it's I I I I'm under the assumption, and please tell me if I'm wrong here. Correct me if I'm wrong, <clears throat> but this is a nice gesture from a husband to a wife, right? This mm-hmm. is this is what the dudes do. You know, they step up and they take care of their ladies. I mean, we were out uh, at the, I don't think I brought it up yet, but this painted place in Folsom we went on a date night with our new friends um, Michelle and uh, and, and Stephen, and. Uh, and, and I bought her a pair of pants there. They got like mm. a little boutique. I bought her a pair of pants, you know, and I, they, they were a little surprised. Like, you're buying this for your wife? I'm like, of course I'm buying this for my wife. Mm-hmm. This is what you do. You take care of your lady, man. Mm-hmm. So when I see the panty party, <laughs> I'm excited about it. Um, during the holidays, I always buy her panties and put it in her, her uh, stocking. Mm. Okay. It's like a thing. This year, things were a little discombobulated. You know, we're just kind of getting used to living here and everything's going this way and that way and all this stuff. So uh, last minute, I went out to go buy her panties because I forgot. And I go into the mall, and uh, I was like, I, I only had a couple minutes. And, I mean, this panties had been just gone through, right? <laughs> so I was able to find the right ones, and I put it in my little Victoria's Secrets mesh bag. And then I see this line that's, that's like five, five, five lines deep. I mean, it w- I just didn't have time for it. So I just left the bag, and I felt bad that I never got to give her panties for Christmas. So when I see this email, I'm like, well, this is great. I can make up for it. Because I know deep back in her head, she's going, where are my panties at? 
I'm sure she is if you buy them every year. You know, yeah, buy them every year. Usually on Valentine's Day, I do a panty bouquet for her, you know, make little flowers out of the panties. <laughs> uh, but uh, I would think that, you know, especially you, Nick, you go, wow, that's, you know, as a woman, you go, that's a nice, that's a nice gesture from a guy. I don't have a husband, and I've only dated one guy my entire life that bought me panties. And even when he did it, I was like, oh, okay, you bought me panties. I mean, I appreciated it. They were cute, but. Is it odd? It, it, it felt a little weird, yeah. Yeah. Well, how long are you with this guy? A couple years. Well, that, that's, that's, that's enough time. And did he buy the right kind? He did. He bought the right kind. Okay. He even bought the right size. But he he brought a, a lot of them had like writing on the butt. So uh-huh. I was just kind of like, yeah. does this mean something? Like one pair was like property of me, or like I'm Dude, just like I mean that's literally yeah like was it branding secret? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Extra juicy, right? <laughs> right. That's good, but he did get them from Victoria's Secret. So I mean that's happened to me once, but not typically do men buy me undergarments. Now. Okay. Is that something weird that a husband buys for their wife? Panties? Is that, I mean, for those that are listening, well, Nelson, tell you me. you had a wife. Did you buy her panties? Not one time did never. I buy her a pair of underpants. No. Okay. Why not? I don't know. It just never crossed my panties mind. Panties is the word you use when you're talking about chicks. I don't, I don't like, I don't like saying it. Yeah. Like I wouldn't talk to you and be like, dude, what kind of panties you wear? <laughs> you know, that's, that's not that no, guy to I just guy. don't, I just feel like the way I look, I shouldn't be saying that word. Why? I just look like a creep. Now, what? Look, I've never gotten comfortable with this. Uh-huh. Is to go into the actual store? No way. And go through the different panties, you know. And then, I walked in to ask for directions to a different store in the mall, and I felt like a pervert. And then you've got, you know, like back in the day, it was, you know, there was you like you had to be of a certain age. I, I, I mean, I think that's how it was. Mm-hmm. Like in order to wear that kind of clothing you, you know, did because i got in a lot of trouble the first time <laughs> i had bikini underwear my dad was mad and told me that he wasn't raising no hoes so yeah you're right <laughs> and i was 16 at that point and, and and you know and i'm talking about before they had the the sweatpants and the you know and, and all the attire it was mm-hmm. strictly just panties yeah panties and booby holders uh-huh. right and some squirt stuff you know some cologne and so you you know it was always yet to be a certain uh, of a certain age, I guess. I guess in a woman's world, yeah. you know, it's a certain age until you can start wearing that type of that type of those type of drawers. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and, and you know, as a guy, you go in there, and, and and even when I was like in high school, my high school sweetheart, I think I was buying stuff in there, and I always just felt uncomfortable because you know you go in there and you'd have questions. I'd have questions, mm, so and, many questions because I don't know. The, and, o- the only thing I I know that men go and buy that I guess isn't uncomfortable is lingerie. I do know that. Well, they, they feel uncomfortable? No, they feel comfortable going and buying women lingerie. And I don't get that either. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. no. But I, not just panties. Yeah, the whole shebang. Still, even I've been with my wife over 10 years, and I feel uncomfortable going in there. Because if you have a question, even if you don't have a question, you know, they've got that box, and they got the drawers for the drawers, mm. and they got the little M and the S and the L and the XL, you know, and then you kind of feel guilty if you're buying a smaller pair than the chick next to you who's buying a, you know, she's like, where do you sell parachutes? You know? And so you just, it's the whole thing is weird. And maybe I'm overthinking it a little bit. You might be. And, but you've got this young girl that's next to you and she's going through and it's no big thing to her. And then you lean over to her and say, excuse me, would you wear these? And never uh, say that. Don't say that. Because everybody feel like if you're a guy, every girl in there thinks that you're hitting on them. Yes. Right. 
Yes. It was creepy. We're going to throw them in, in my van. So then you have to explain I'm buying these for my wife. Sure. Yeah, right. And then they're like, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. You know, then it's all a big rouge. No, right? if you're going to do it's that. it's a ruse. Ruse. A ruse. Rouge is a color. That's what my grandma used to wear. Yes. Uh-huh. Rouge. A ruse is a, yeah, a, a ruse. Yeah, they think it's a ruse. <laughs> no, if you're going to go in the store, you're going to have to go in there and pick up whatever you think she likes. You can't ask people for help unless it's the lady that works there. Even the ladies that work there are, you know, attractive. And they, pro- I mean, those yeah. girls probably get hit on more than any other job outside of a strip club. For sure. Right? Yes. You would think. Mm-hmm. Because they're, you, you can talk to them. Right. They're, they're, they need to talk Have to you. Have you seen an ugly person in there ever? Yes. Really? I have. Yeah, yes. I have not. Yeah, that's the secret. There are some. Oh. <laughs> yeah. More now today because of this, You're you know, so everybody. Stupid. That's the secret. Everybody loves each other for how they are, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So it's more now today than it used to be. Used to be they used to hire really attractive women. They did. Back in the back, day. Back in the day, day. But I don't really see a lot of men in that store now. I don't go to that store often, but the times I do pop in there, I don't see a lot of men in there anymore. And you never see a straight guy working in there. No, 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 no. Which no. I think is something that, you know, the law needs to look into about. Oh, is that right? Hiring pra- practices. <laughs> Because you never see guys working in that place. Maybe they don't apply to work there. Yeah, what straight guy wants to work there? You saying it's like every the- straight guy would want to work? You talking about that's like that's that's gold. You you know how many if you're a straight guy that works at Victoria's Secret and you know what you're talking about, the guy that invented the store invented the store for his wife. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Social Network and they tell yeah. the whole story? So the 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 store was invented by a straight dude that wanted a store just to provide uh, undergarments for his wife at the time and then still, ended up selling it for, like, pennies on the dollar. I still feel like I'd feel like a pervert in there. Yeah, a woman would fall for an attractive shrink guy working at Victoria's Secret that knows his way around that panty drawer. No, Seriously. that's like dating a man that can do your hair. I don't want it. Really? Mm-mm, I'm not dating a man who can do my hair or my nails. No. Not happening. Thought that would be a gold mine for him. What if he learned to do your nails after you were together? No. Why? <laughs> why? He wanted to be why sweet. are you learning? He wanted to be cute for no, you. No. No. I'm going to think you're suspect oh, at that point. I'm going to stop. You've thinking. been living a lie. I've been watching a lot of TikToks. Well, you know, I wasn't as knowledgeable about a lot of things until, you know, I have a, you know, my wife and my daughter mm-hmm. and I get learned on all this stuff. Yeah, but you can't do their hair. No. I mm-hmm. could not do their hair. And you can't do their nails. No, I could not do their nails. But so I can, I can buy, you can go pick out panties, that's different. I can I can pick out panties. There you go. I can't pick <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you this, though. I could not pick out a bra. I don't know how to do that. No. That's an art form. Most There are a lot of women that don't know how to pick out their own bra. women can't do that. Really? Yeah, because yes. they've never been properly sized. And even if you are properly sized, the, uh, the bras, the way they come, you can buy the size that you've been fit for, and it's still not fit properly. Mm-hmm. It's well, crazy. Well, and the ladies now are just wearing the sports bras too, right? Instead of the, you know, if I'm going in there, I'm well, buying something lacy. Maybe the people, maybe no. the people that you're going after. Yeah, no, I still wear <laughs> regular <saying>. bras. <laughs> I'm just saying. Nelson's like, I'm not running into a the, lot of sports bras. The, you know what I mean? The Trudy's I'm finding online, they ain't going to the gym. That's not. It's not about the gym. It's just about a sports bra ain't going to contain. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they're all heavy up top. Oh yeah, yeah. And I didn't used to be that way. I used to be. Uh, I liked a healthy bottom. But now, I'm all. I, I like it all, yeah. and that, I blame Trudy number one for that because she was the first one with just like, what do you call them? Jugs. She was the first one with jugs. I don't call them that, but I know what you're uh, talking people about. People have called them that. Before. Yeah. If you're, if you'd like to refer to them as, 
<laughs> Would you call Nikki D's breasts jugs? Mm, I don't know now that they've been downsized. Milk cannons? I think now they're just breasts. Yeah. No. And I'm fine with that. Well, before. Jugs before. I've heard tell of the jugs she used to be lugging around. I lived it. That's wild. Come on, I lived it. <laughs> I mean, I was around it. Like, do you remember when South Park parodied <laughs> Dog the Bounty Hunter's Wife? No. Well, she, Beth? like, Beth, yeah. And the character just had, you could just see the eyeballs over the top of the, <laughs> of the jugs. That's what I imagined Nikki D was just walking around peeking over them all the time. I, re- no. I remember having to step over them. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It was not that bad. They were They were large, big. But, they were huge. You know. <laughs> I could see around them just fine. You could see around them. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't see you. Guys, my eyes are back here. I mean, they were, they were. I had a lot of people that very rarely looked me in the eye. They uh-huh. looked at my boobs and didn't even try to hide it. <laughs> I used to be like, you know, I can see you looking at my boobs and not looking me in the face. No, they probably Crazy. thought they were obstructing your line of sight. Please. If you wanted to hand her something, you needed to use a selfie stick. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thought she had T-Rex arms, so she got those things scaled down. You noticed that they were normal arms. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, they were, they were big mamas. They were. And then she comes in after her surgery, and, I mean, they're still big mamas, mm-hmm. you know? But they're, uh, still like, feels like a crime. They're downgraded. They're, no, I wouldn't say. I, that's a negative word. They still yeah. look, they look beautiful. Streamlined. But they're downgraded in size. But they still aren't as small as I wanted them to be. They're I'm more, still, like, four sizes off from what they were supposed to be. They're more family-friendly. Yeah. Right. They're safe for the kids. For sure. Yeah. Before they were safe for kids. They were dangerous. <laughs> no, babies love my booze before. They get right up there and go immediately to sleep. Well, because they used them as a bounce house. <laughs> they were pillows. <laughs> pillows. Pillows. And now they're dishwasher safe. Before, not so much. <laughs> Hand wash only. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were huge. <laughs> Remember, I first met her, I was like, jeez, like buoys. <laughs> That's what you thought? I don't know if I say anything to her or not, but... Probably not. Interesting. Never seen anything this big. (laughs) Said she was in the Navy. I was like, what'd you do? Float? (laughs) (laughs) Look at Nelson about to pass out. (laughs) I'm going to die. Stop. I know. (sighs) I got lightheaded. Breathe. (gasps) Biggest (sighs) breast I'd ever seen. No, they weren't. Mm. No, until I met Nelson. <laughs> oh, no, I got a nice, healthy C. Got a full C. I always say that. And they're perky. <laughs> perky. Yeah, these things stand up, boy. Yeah. 916-909-0985. I don't think it's weird. Maybe somebody else does. But mm. um, I think we, uh, ladies ladies like a guy, a husband. Mm-hmm. Not so much a dude you just meet. Just right. off the street. But no. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's okay, too. I mean, like, if you're if you meet a girl... And it's a, a uh, not a first date, obviously, but you know maybe you're a month or two into it, and you 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 get her some nice lingerie. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But how do you know what size she wears when you right. first meet her? That's going to be the so, problem. So that's that's more than half the battle. It's not necessarily what you buy mm. your lady. It's knowing things about her that she didn't know you knew. Mm-hmm. Paying attention, okay. right? Size, color. Brand, style, want, need, mm-hmm. history, oh. tradition. Yep. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know that, and that that gets a lady. That gives you cool points yeah, for sure. That gets a lady a little feisty. Uh, if you're looking for a gig, I got one. There's a job opportunity out there. Kind of neat. Probably, eh, I don't want to say that. You know, because people are taking all kinds of jobs now. 
But you know, you remember like when you were younger, there are certain jobs you're kind of ashamed of. You're mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing that because yep. that's just for, you know, like, you have no money. Why mm-hmm. would you not do that? But right. I didn't understand that concept. So this might be up your alley if you don't care how you look or what you drive. We'll tell you what that is here in a minute. Here. You know, I look back when I was younger, dumber, and just so disappointed in myself on the mindset when it came to jobs. Uh-huh. I mean, look, we're kids. Look at the janitor and make fun of him. Right. Right? Horrible. Right. Absolutely horrible. Right. Poor man's just trying to, you know, make some money. And he doesn't give a damn. He's an adult. No. This guy probably served our country, mm-hmm. surrounded by the enemy. Right. Took them all out with eight bullets. Smokes meth. Menthol. Uh, I mean, menthol. Right. You know, and, and like, we just had no appreciation for it. But that was the mindset as a kid, because we didn't know any better. Because I were bad kids. Well, you thought, there's he no way. He never made fun of the janitor. He was our friend's dad. Well, exactly. Mm. But you behind his back, you'd be like, God, our friend's dirty. <laughs> no, he would not. You know? <laughs> it's horrible. Absolutely horrible. <laughs> you know, you didn't want to work at, like, a fast food joint because that was beneath you. Yeah, sure. you wanted to work at the mall. That's right. true. But you're 15. Beggars right. can't be choosers. Mm-hmm. It was just a mindset. You know, it's, it's, it's no harm, no foul. But, you know, you look back and hopefully instill, and like I did with... Uh, you know, we did with our kids and you just say, you know, you treat everybody the same and money's mm-hmm. money and the value of a dollar and get it however you can get it as long as it's legal and right. safe, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I bring this up because, you know, there's a job opening and this happens every year. They do like these year programs. Oscar Meyer does this mm. and they are once again hiring a full time wiener mobile driver. Ooh. Right. Well, okay, so w- is that woo like, well, that's something I'd want to do. That sounds- or is that woo like I love wieners? No, that sounds like something I would do just because of the odd factor. Just to say you did it. Just to say I did it, and I think it would be cool for pictures. Well, you know, the same. you can say the same thing about any of the aforementioned jobs that we'd make fun of. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, I look back and go, God, I'm glad I, you know, washed uh, dishes. I bust tables. I'm glad I, you know, I was a moving guy. I used to move Hallmark stores, which, by the way, is a pain in the ass. You know, I used to move hospital file cabinets. Mm-hmm. You know, so anything to make money. Mm-hmm. You look back now, and, like, you wouldn't want to do that when you're in your 30s or in 40s unless no. you own the company. No. Right? You'd be like, where'd my life go? Right. Yeah. But you look back now, and those jobs, whether it be janitorial services or you were working fast food and stuff, it just all makes you who you are today. Yes. I didn't know that that was still, like, so prevalent, if that's the right word I'm using, until I was talking to Nelson about getting him a second job because he's struggling. And he's like, I'm not going to work at certain places because I'm on the radio. And I'm like, okay, well, what? Part- you need money. I know said, I need money. Nelson. Oh, Nelson. But I'm not going to work the the drive through line at an in and out and then have someone go, wait a minute, aren't you, aren't you on the are you on the Bailey show? It's fine. Oh, I worked at Rock. a hotel and people recognize me. I didn't feel shame. I don't know, man. It just don't. So arrogant. I didn't feel shame at all. I, okay. You are so arrogant. I'm arrogant. I would so do that. That's fine. No, you would not. <laughs> no, you would not, unless it was for a bit. <laughs> now, for true. a bit, I would. No. But then I'd want my shirt off. That just disgusts me that you even said that. I was. I, I, I just was don't know how somebody could have him. that mindset. Whatever. I'd do anything Screw if you. I needed a second job for extra cash. I, I would. Because mm-hmm. I've done it. Yeah, me too. No, you would not. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I can't imagine that Bailey would do it, but I would. And I have a voice that sticks out, okay? Like, people recognize my voice. Mm-hmm. That's, so, that's why you should do it. You'd be very good no, at it. Oh, my God. John and Wheatland, how are you? 
I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Go ahead. What did you get? Uh, what do you got here? Uh, is that a cow? All right, you John, there, you John? think about that, and you talk to Kyle, and you get back to us. So uh, the company is opening 12 full-time driving positions for his uh, for the Wienermobile. The damn thing's 27 feet long. It's gigantic. Yeah. Uh, you got to be outgoing, creative, friendly, college graduate. You have to be a college graduate. Yeah, but it's and it's usually like 23 and 24-year-olds that I've seen pull up in the Wienermobile. You know, you always hear word of it, and then it's like a radio station. Go go get it. Go get pictures with the Wienermobile. But it seems like it would be a fun job when you talk to those kids because they get to, like, it's essentially you get to travel the country. Mm-hmm. John, did you get your thoughts together? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, have you guys ever heard of the Jerks Boys? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Hold, hold that thought. Excellent. So uh, <laughs> candidates need a bachelor's degree, Excellent. preferably in public relations or similar, similar fields. Mm-hmm. Less than 1% of applicants were hired on average. So this is like not one of those gigs where, you know, it's easy to get. Mm-mm. So, you know, I say maybe embarrassed or a bad job. This is, you know, kind of to Nikki's point, if you're able to land this gig. It's going to be a good thing for you. It's bragging rights. Uh-huh. I feel you know, like you could put it on a resume. You know, John, you'd agree with that, right? Yeah. yeah see? So drivers are going to travel an average of 20,000 miles, visit at least 40 cities across the country, uh-huh. uh, along with driving the hottest uh, ride in town, as they say drivers are earning. The earn hottest a- ride in town. Yeah. Absolutely. You want to guess how much you get a year? Hold on. Let's see if John knows. John, how much do you think you're getting a year? Uh, wrong. All right, you have any guesses? <laughs> Twenty-five thousand. $25,000. This is a full-time gig. Twenty-five. And you got to have a college degree? No, I'm going to say $60,000. $60,000. Oh. Which is low. That is That's low. That's very low. for, And you got to have a college degree? Yeah. Get yeah, but here. all you're doing is that. <laughs> you can get out of here on the Wienermobile. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's the thing is you're doing – that's all you're doing. Yes. You know, that, so they're probably giving you a stipend. That they are $150 to $7,200 a year. I mean, oh. That's a big range. Yeah. That is. That's well, meals, personal travel. But this is all you do. Yes. And you get 18 days of time paid off. I mean, John, if you had a day off, what would you do? I have every day off. See, there you go. That doesn't shock me. <laughs> you get full health benefits and all hotel expenses covered. So you have no other expenses other than the money that you're getting. Yes. You know. And I think they provide a uniform. I hope so. Like yeah, I seem to remember there being uniform. Yeah, I seem to remember there being like Oscar Mayer like logoed stuff on them. Mm-hmm. John, when's the last time you had a hot dog? Oh, yesterday. And I believe that, too. Whoa. Yesterday. Yesterday. Hey, Peter in Roseville, how are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm good. You better than John? Yeah, a little bit. You Uh, know, I I make less money than John, but (laughs) I keep it pushing, you know? (laughs) You had had the worst job, you're saying, huh? Well, I did at one point. It was in the early 2000s. It was uh, the Regency Theater out there in Watt and Myrtle. Yeah. Yeah, man, I was the mop boy. You know, but 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 Sorry, when you say that that way, you're talking about that was an adult theater. Yes, yeah, it was an adult theater. Wow. So you, you yeah, you probably had to have a little extra uh, elbow grease to pull that mop from the floor. <laughs> oh my god! Right? <laughs> yeah, just astro glided right out of there. You, you, Goodness. you, Peter, were probably the most popular guy at the theater. Everybody wanted yeah. Peter to come over with his mop. Oh, for sure. As soon as they heard my name, they were like, hey, 
Peter, can I get a soda? I'm like, do you want a hole in that? <laughs> but but let me ask you this: You wouldn't change it for the world, right? I mean, what what is it that no, you? What oh are, no! What oh is no! It? I found some cool stuff in there one time. Like I found like a night goggle vision, uh-huh. uh, an empty wallet with nothing but hundreds, and it was, I was like, whoa! Wow! And they were all real. I was like, okay, cool. I got a raise. So so what <laughs> what do you do now for a living? Right now, I volunteer at the Gathering Inn homeless shelter in Roseville. Okay, that's awesome. Mm, that so you, you, you're obviously a great human being. You're a good Samaritan. That mop job at the porn theater made Peter who he was today. Would oh. you agree with that? <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> there you go. You know, because everything that you say to Peter sticks. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. At least it wasn't a handout. Yeah, it was It was a hand something. <laughs> right. What did they say? More like a hand up? Yeah. Hand up. <laughs> all right, brother. Hey, th- I can talk to him all day. Hey, th- thanks for listening. Appreciate what you do, all right? All right. Thank you very much. Y'all have a good day. All right. You, you too, too, sir. You got all the jokes. John, say goodbye, buddy. John? John. Goodbye, you guys. Yeah, okay. We got to go. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Say everybody go bye. Goodbye. goodbye. Clap your hands. Goodbye. Clap your hands. Say goodbye with me. Come on, John. Mm. Goodbye. Mm. Go. Goodbye. Goodbye. Mm. Goodbye. goodbye. Mm. That's a remix. Goodbye, you guys. You're listening. <laughs> you got to know about the jerky balls. Somebody do a wellness check? You think could. I'm just. Take Might take him a few hours to get there. I bet you can leave him on hold, and I can take him in the nine. Guaranteed. Probably. All right. What do we got? Headlines there? We have headlines. Second round. All right. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where a huge explosion took place yesterday and how you can adopt a pet locally with wave feed. All right. There you go. Get you those two big stories from today here in a minute. Hang. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Headlines. Chris on the live stream. Damn, Nelson, looking fine today. That on the BS Facebook page and the 98 Rock Facebook page, if Mm -hmm. you'd like to join. Uh, Thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Second round of headlines. GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com. Go ahead. Guests in a Fort Worth hotel were rocked by an explosion. H3. I was uh, at the Fort Worth Club, which is an office that I have, and uh, seventh floor, and the building just shook like someone slapped the side of it with your hand. So it was a very loud and very violent explosion. Okay, now- Sandman Hotel, um, which is off Houston Street in Fort Worth, yesterday there was a gas leak that caused this huge explosion. And if you saw any of the uh, news footage from it yesterday, it looked like something you would see in an action movie where the building blew out and stuff was everywhere. Well, unfortunately, 21 people were injured from this explosion. One person did succumb to those injuries and pass away. Um, Four people are seriously injured. The other ones are expected to, you know, recover fine. But they're not sure how this took place because they're saying the uh, restaurant that was in this hotel was shut down at the time. Well, it, didn't, it doesn't mean it had to come from the restaurant. It was just a gas leak. Well, that's just what their theories are right now. They're still trying to. They think it came from that. That's where the, the explosion point possibility. is. Possibility. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember those houses that exploded? That was a gas leak. Yep. And it's not necessarily, you know, I mean, those propane lines go all over the place. Mm-hmm. And those things blow. They blow. Especially the houses. And I don't know what it's like uh, uh, out here. Um, but 
you know, I, I know certain parts of the country, definitely, especially North Georgia, it all depends. Uh, you have the big propane tanks mm-hmm. that will fuel your house. And so something, ha- I mean, it, it always terrifies me, scares me to death. You know, if you're ever doing piping, you know, for your propane grill, yep. uh, especially if you're changing it over to natural gas and stuff, it's always funny. I'll talk to somebody because I don't, I don't want to touch that. And then I can never find a professional that knows, you know, that does that. Like, mm-hmm. like if you ever try to Google it, it takes you all over the place. So anybody that I have talked to about doing any of that type of work, they're like, ah, oh, it's really easy. You just go there. Even if you go to a Home Depot and go into the grill section, they've got all the pipe fittings for you to do it. Right. You would think that's something that unless you have, like, amazing experience, that you wouldn't even touch it. No, because I would be worried that even if I turn the gas off to the house, I'm not going to purge whatever I'm trying to, to connect to. It's terrifies me. And then you're going to have an explosion, even a small explosion. Well, look at this. I mean, 21 people. Mm-hmm. Thank God it was only 21 people that got injured and one died. Right. Exactly. Because the, if you see the, the size of that explosion, you're right. It looks like diehard. It die looks hard, horrific. You know? you know? So, And they think that's the same thing that happened... Uh, which originally they thought it was terrorist uh, attack up in uh, north uh, northern New York, mm-hmm. but I believe they're blaming that on a on gas, a gas leak. Gas leak too. It's crazy. All right, second story. You can get a free dog up until Saturday, H four. Thinking about adopting a new furry friend? Now could be oh, your chance. Mar- it could be space. Mar- the Bradshaw Animal Shelter will be waiving adoptions, adoption fees for all dogs and cats. Yeah, you. we're waving adoptions. Don't no you more. dare come in here. Nope. We're not giving you the dogs. <laughs> yeah, so the Bradshaw Animal Shelter in Sacramento, this time cats are not included, but they are flooded with dogs. So up until mm. Saturday, they have 251 dogs currently. The capacity is 150 dogs, so they're well over capacity. They're going to waive your adoption fees if you come in um, between now and Saturday to adopt a dog. What happens if they don't get them all out? Are there a no-kill shelter, hopefully? Uh, they didn't, I don't, I didn't see that information if it was no kill or not. So they didn't say what happens to the dogs if they can't get them out. They've Mm. been posting pictures and things like that online to show people the different dogs. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not a dog person. Y'all know I'm not, I don't care for it, but it made me feel like I should at least look and possibly go get a dog. Yeah. So you do have a little dog person if you feel that way. I mean, I've got to feel that way because my dog's lonely anyways. She needs a little friend, but I got to get a dog that's like house trained already and will just sit down and be quiet. Well, and you also need to spend some time with the dog. Right. I'm home every day. What do you mean? Yeah. I mean, like take it out and play with it. Yeah, but your dog's love love my dog. Love it. My dog. Let it lick your face. Listen, put peanut butter on your breast. If I go get a dog from this shelter, I've probably saved them from dying. So I've done my part. Don't you dare get a dog. Yeah. I think I'm going to go look. I, I, when I read this story, I'm like, oh, that's a lot of dogs. And I've been seeing people doing all these crazy things to dogs. And when I went to my dad's house, he rescued some dog he found on the side of the road that had been abused. And that made me feel some kind of way. So I'm like, maybe I should go save a dog. After a week, the dog's like, can I go back to Bradshaw? And <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, only dog that knows how to talk. I don't know. The, the dog sh- just shows up out of nowhere back at the shelter. <laughs> I don't know if this will sway you, but Bradshaw Animal Shelter does not identify as a no-kill shelter, but they say that does that can be misleading. By definition, no-kill means 90% of the animals that come into the shelter have a positive outcome, and that is from them directly. Uh, that's a lot of words. A lot. A lot of words. It just means 10% of the dogs are going to die if you don't save them. Well, I hope they I hope they get those dogs. I mean, I don't know what else I can do to help other than you know, talk about the story, but... Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, if you want a dog, you can go down and get one. I'm going to go down and look for sure. I agree with you, Nelson. I'm like, you know, you want the dogs to get out, but yeah, you want them to go to a good home. I have a good home. You don't have a bad home. You just have not a great dog home because you hate dogs. Yeah, I you... don't hate them. I just don't care for them. But if I adopt an older dog that's not going to live like 20 years, I'll be fine. I'm just going to go look. Her Dude. dog is such a sweet dog. So you're going to adopt a dog that ho- and hopes that it dies soon? Yes. Maybe in like five years. I'll be fine with that. Yeah, there please. was a point where she was Bradshaw with- Animal Shelter. Please, if this woman <laughs> shows up, do not give her a dog. I qualify. I will, I will pay you money to put it up in a hotel <laughs> and eat like a king or a queen, just as long as you don't let it go home with Nikki. Right. I will take care of the expenses. I'm saving the dog from being saved. Yes. <laughs> right. That dog will be fine. Have a great home. Most his most miserable orphan dog ever. Right. Right. <laughs> Can't be more miserable than being in a shelter. Oh my god! It's like God. I was here for just a couple hours. This other dog told me how horrible it is here. <laughs> oh, it tries to escape as soon as you open the door. Her dog. Right. It's like, how do I get out of this place? There's she does literally... not try to escape, Nelson. She likes running around outside. Yeah, she's not trying to escape. She just likes everywhere else but <laughs> right, living in the house. <laughs> Her daughter and the dog are trying to find ways to get out. They're like, it's only one door. God, I can't wait for mom to buy a house. You close that door real quick. I was like, whoa, is the dog around? No, the dog's not here, but Madison's trying to get out. It's got those super spring hinges that as soon as you open it, it's... Yeah, I almost lost a finger. Everybody's got one of those collars on. If you go past a certain point, it shocks yes. you. It's like now squid that's game. that's a good idea. I should get one of those. Squid game to leave the house. <laughs> Just gave me a great idea. All right. Four tickets up for grabs right now to Monster Jam. If you're on the live stream, by the way, the voice of Monster Jam, Scott Jordan, is on our stream. He's a uh, a buddy of mine. He's my fraternity brother from back in the day day. Uh, great guy. and does a fantastic job. If you watch Monster Jam on TV, he's the guy. Uh, anyway, got four tickets for Monster Jam. Be here in Sacramento, Golden One Center, January 26th. It's actually the entire weekend, but these tickets are for January 26th. Uh, it's a great time. If you've never been, it's awesome. If you're taking the family, and that's why we're giving you four tickets, put some headphones on the kids. It's loud. Mm-hmm. Really, really loud. This is all courtesy of our friends at Feld Entertainment. We are going to do a round of order up. We'll give you a piece of audio. I'll tell you what the category is. Within that piece of audio, three pieces of audio labeled A, B, and C. You, with the help from Nikki D, need to order them up. Oldest to newest, all right? Need two players. 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. We'll do it here next. They can't spell the word chronological, but they're pretty sure it means to put stuff in order according to year. They're not in the right order. Get this in order. Think you can do that? Let's find out. Because it's time to play Order Up. Welcome back. Appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D, Nelson, Kyle, Joe. Mm-hmm. Everybody's here. It's a big party. Monster Jam will be at the Golden One Center. We've got tickets for the January 26th event. Four tickets, actually. And we're going to give those out here with Order Up. Aaron in Woodland, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Excellent, sir. Thank you. Let me find some competition for you. There's Ashley in Sacramento. Good morning, Ashley. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Uh, Oh, by the way, uh, we are streaming on the BS Facebook page, the 98 Rock Facebook page. There's a very good conversation going on right now with the Bagars. 
<laughs> going back and forth. We're talking plumbing and Chris's with kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an odd conversation that happens on the stream versus in real life and on the radio. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the game is order up. Here's how it plays. I'm going to tell you what the category is, and then we will play you a piece of audio. Within that audio are three pieces of audio. They are labeled A, B, and C. You, with the help from Nikki D, both of y'all get help from Nikki, uh, have to order them up oldest to newest. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, your competition gets the steal. Whoever has the most points will obviously win the game and the four-pack of tickets to go see Monster Jam. Aaron, Ashley, do we both understand? Yep. Yes, sir. All right, excellent. All right, let's have some fun here. Aaron, you'll be up first. The category, soundtrack songs. All right. All right? I see. Get excited about it. Soundtrack songs. Here we go. A1. That one's tough. I don't know what is going on with your yeah, audio I don't know over what there. The hell's going on with my? All right, did you get all those, Nikki? I did. Okay, here we go. Order them up, please. All right, Aaron. A was Gangsta's Paradise from Dangerous Vines. Know that one? Yes, ma'am. B, I think it was Christina Aguilera, but I don't know what movie that was from. Yeah, that would have been late '90s somewhere. Okay, and then C was same song, Digital Underground. That's been in a few movies, I do believe. So. I'm going to just have to go with what I know with the songs. So I'm going to go with C, Digital Underground, because I know for a fact that's the oldest, so it has to be an older movie it was in. Then I think uh, Gangster's Paradise, A, and then the Christina Aguilera song. So I would say C, A, B, Cap. Aaron, do you agree with that? Absolutely. Lock it in. All right. It is the only game on the radio that you can get so much wrong, but yet so much correct. That is right. And so we all don't look stupid. Let me explain. Uh, C, same song from Nothing But Trouble, 1991. Digital Underground featuring... Comedy. And? And? I don't know who it is. Tupac. Tupac. Yeah, Tupac. 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 Tupac, Shakur. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gangsta's Paradise, that was Dangerous Minds, 1995. And then B, that is Can't Fight the Moonlight, Coyote Ugly. Oh, yeah. Leanne Rhymes. She's yelling coyote. Oh, that's Leanne Rhymes? Oh, I thought that was Christina. Leanne Rhymes. Played wonderfully by Piper. Yes. I always forget her name. Mm, I don't remember. With that little silk dress, or that long silk dress. Yeah. She's in Yellowstone now. Is she? Yeah, she's one of those uh, tree hugger types. Oh, I didn't know that. All right, there you go, Aaron. That point's yours. Ashley, you're up next. And the category, Celebrity Deaths. Okay. Celebrity Deaths. Here we go. B1. Are you just fiddling around with me or what? I just want you to feel you're doing well. I hate for people to die on behalf. Nothing is over until we decide it is. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! <laughs> Germans? Forget it, he's rolling. And it ain't over now. Because when the going gets tough...
All right, there you go. Celebrity deaths. Order them up. Ashley, Nikki. All right, Ashley. A is Willow, I think. And I think that's Andre the Giant. Um, I'm pretty sure. And then it's either Willow or, or that Princess movie. And then B, I think it's John Candy. And C is the Beatles. Yes. So I only am aware of C, really. So that happened around the 80s. So it was before I was born. Um, so the Beatles died before Andre the Giant? Somebody's yes. Lennon, Lennon died in like 80 or 79. So. So, so you think C's the oldest? Five seconds. The first one sounded the oldest. The but, first one did. Uh, Lennon, yeah, like it sounded the oldest. But let's do A, C, B. Okay, <laughs> let's do A, C, B then. Let's say Andre died first, okay. then C, the Beatles, then John Candy. A, C, B. Oh, yeah, John Candy was definitely last after that, I think. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Yet again, is that what you're locking in, A, B, C? A, C, B. Oh, I'm sorry. A, C, B. Locking that in? Again, the only game on the radio where you can get so much wrong and yet still get it wrong. That is incorrect. Oh, shoot. All right, Aaron. For the steal, Aaron. C-A-B. Don Lennon, then Andre the Giant, then John Candy. So that's... Um, I don't know. We just did that. I don't think it's two back-to-back. I think we're, we're, missing, we're missing something here. Okay, so maybe the Beatles is the oldest. Um, John Lennon died first, and then um, and then oh, John Lennon was made. Yeah, and the Princess Bride was made in the late late eighties, and Andre the Giant was in it, and then John Candy died somewhere in the nineties. So it's got to be C A B. Okay. Yeah, you hear her playing along. (laughs) So yeah, I'm gonna go with Aaron. What is it? His tickets. He wants to do Cab again. C A B. C A B. Locking that in. Yep. That's wrong. Okay, yeah. Ashley. No, it's done. John oh, Lennon, John Lennon, C, 1980. John Belushi, B, 1982. Uh, Andre the Giant, 1993. Oh, man. It would have been very okay. difficult for Andre okay. the Giant to be at WrestleMania three. Yeah. If he died before John Lennon. All right. Uh, Aaron, the board is yours. You're up one nothing. Here we go. Reality TV is the category. Reality TV. Oh, Here we go. This. C1. Cycle 6 was clearly a roller coaster of a season. During one of the challenges in panel, Tyra Banks put the contestants to the test. Nice, nice. Nice, hold on. I actually gave myself the name Big Ed. Perfect. Because I have a huge personality and it makes me feel tall. See! I can't believe you got me a garden. What the hell? There's a stupid, idiotic prop. I think I'm going to give the car back. I'm sorry, and I have to apologize for my daughter's behavior. All right, here we go. Reality TV, Aaron, Nikki, quickly, go ahead. Order him up. All right, he didn't give me too much of the reality TV that I know. I, I, A, I know was America's Next Top Model. Um, American Idol. No, A was America's Next Top Model. It said Tyra. He said Simon Cowell. No, he said Tyra. I'm pretty sure he said Simon, but okay. All right. Um, B, 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 some dating show. Oh, it's a dating show. I put Jersey Shore. He said his name was Big Ed. Well, which dating show? That, just, okay, we'll just put a dating show. I don't know. And then what'd you have for C? 
It, it sounded like something Kardashian, but I have no idea. You know, that's probably right, Kardashians, but she was talking about her daughter. All right, so, whoa. Okay, I think out of these, top model is definitely the oldest. So I would say, I would say ABC. ABC, Aaron, you uh, like that? That's my instinct. All right, ABC locking it in? Yep. That's wrong. <gasps> Ashley with the steal and to tie it up. Yeah, that's what I was going to suggest next. ACB, Ashley. Because I know Top Model's the oldest. That was America's Next Top Model. It was Little People, I'm pretty sure. And I'm pretty sure that was Real Housewives of Orange County. All right. Oh, okay. Well, ACB. Again, the only show on the radio where you can get so much wrong and yet so much right. That is correct. Woo! Let's go. America's Top Model 2003, my super sweet 16. 2005 was C, mm. and B was 90 Day Fiance 2014. Do you guys not know who oh, Big Ed is? No. no. He's that no. dumpy-looking weird guy that has Nobody no neck. Knows. I promise know. if I showed you a picture of him, you know who he no, is. I don't know. That was tough. I don't watch that. that was Thank tough. you. That was tough. <laughs> All right, here we go. We only got time for one more, so that means, Ashley, the board is yours. If you get this right, you win. If not, Aaron automatically wins. All right. I will give you the opportunity to choose the category. D, E, F, or G. <laughs> You're not going to tell what the categories are. Nope. I'm going to go with D. What do you want to do? D. Sounds said like D. D. Okay. Going with Nikki? D. 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 The category, rom-coms. Yes. At least I know these. Rom-coms. Well, let's pick the right ones. All right. Huh. Here we go. D1. Tickets all. Go, go. Aloha. I'm Henry Roth. Uh, we met here at the Pukilau Cafe about a year after your accident. Um, I like you, and you like me. Most days. B. No, thank you. Hi. No. Do you remember me? No, I'm sorry. I was in here yesterday. You wouldn't wait on me? Oh. You work on commission, right? Uh, yes. Big mistake. C. You. Me. Well, just had shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. <laughs> I will watch that scene and cry sometimes just because I need to cry. <laughs> Tell me something I don't believe. I love it. All right, here we go. So, Order Nikki, them up. I know what A and C is, Nikki. So the first one. So A uh, is was 50 for stage. Yeah. And B was pretty woman. Okay, and then C was uh, the yeah. Ryan, Renee Selweger movie. It's Jerry Maguire. Yeah, okay. Yeah, show me the money. Uh, so, so B, C, A. Yes, that's what I, that's what I have here. B, C, A. Yeah, that's B, C, A. Boom. All right. B, C, A for the win. If not, Aaron's going to win the Monster Jam tickets. You locking that in, Ashley? Absolutely. You have an opportunity to change it if you want. No. I think we're right, Ashley. Yeah, Sleepless from Seattle has got to be before Jerry Maguire. There's no way. Where'd you get Sleepless from Seattle from? Oh, I thought that's what you said B was. No, it's Pretty Woman. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's still. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I'm Sleepless. Where are you from, Seattle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> BCA, right. then. Yeah. BCA. Again, the only show on the radio that you can get so much correct and yet still get it correct. That is right. Let's go. I know we got this correct. What do we get wrong? No, I said the only one, listen to the words coming out of my mouth, that you can get so much correct and still get it 
Correct. Oh, huh? let's go. Okay, oh, finally. Go. I'm so Only used if to people would wrong. listen to me. Oh, let's go. Pretty right. women. Uh, Pretty woman. 1990. Jerry Maguire. 96. Yeah, y'all nailed it. 51st dates. That's 2004. All right, Ashley, you got four pack of tickets to Monster Jam for the January 26th event. Aaron, we appreciate you playing along. Try back tomorrow if you don't mind, sir. I continue my streak of losing on the radio. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. Sorry, Aaron. Keep it going, brother. Sorry. Keep it going. All right, Ashley, thank you, and I'm going to put you on hold. We appreciate you listening. Have a great day, all right? Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you. There we go. It was rough until we got to the rom coms. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden she started shining. Yeah. I sign on rom com. Have you ever seen that guy? No, never. Was it? Nope. Never. What? Nope. Nobody knows him. Knows you know him. what? Not nobody knows him. Somebody on the camera will call. And they'll say they know Big Ed from uh, 90 Day Fiance. The problem is, is no one watches Bravo or TLC. <laughs> right. Pick a sh- he's pick a sh- the internet. Pick a show on. Pick a show on a network that people actually watch. I am not. Are you Day watching Fiance? Bravo and TLC? Um, Bravo sometimes? Yeah, I like Bravo's programming. You won't say panty, but you'll watch Bravo and tell people. Huh? I say underpants. You're right. Yeah. That's the channel that doesn't have that horrible Andy Cohen guy. He's the guy who runs it. Yeah, he's horrible. He is the Anderson Cooper as Gail is the Oprah. Mm. Sucking on the teat of entertainment. They're good friends. They're BFFs. I like that couple. Nepotism at its best. Nepotism? Yes. Gets a gig because of his buddy. I don't think that's how nepotism works. Well, he got works. this gig because of me, so I guess I should shut up. Then I think that's how nepotism works. <laughs> uh, we owe this once famous, like uber famous singer an apology. And no one ever, like, you know, we're big on going back in the past. We like to erase history because of something we had no control over or nothing that we had to do with, right? Mm-hmm. But yet we won't go back in time and say, my bad. And the world owes this man, unfortunately his partner's dead, but they owe this man an apology. I'm bringing this up because he's in the news because he's getting a divorce. I didn't know he's married. Mm. You know, I'll tell you who this is here in a minute. Hang on. I read this story this morning and I was like, I haven't heard that name in a while. Millie Vanilli. Oh, yeah. Blame it on the rain, baby. Blame it on the rain. rain. I loved Millie Vanilli in the late 80s. Uh, Who didn't? And you had Fab and Rob. Mm -hmm. Rob's dead. Died in 98. Overdose. They called it an accidental overdose, which I've never quite understood that terminology. If you if you If you know willingly you're taking something. Yeah, but you don't mean to overdose. That's why it's an accident. Well, don't take it. Right. You're putting <laughs> drugs into your system. If there's a pot, like, nobody means to die. Well, I mean, you know. Some for, people for do. The, you know what I mean. Like, nobody means for their parachute not to open. Okay. Don't do it if there's a possibility. Anyway, that's another conversation. So, Millie Vanilli's fab, the one that's still alive, mm-hmm. I read this morning that he's filed for divorce. You know, not like we care. Like, right. nobody's following Millie Vanilli. I guess they, you know, that's not true. Because they I had to care if it's a news story. <laughs> the, there is a documentary that I'm going to go. I did not know this until I read the story. There's a documentary about him that was released last year. That's interesting. I'd want to know because Millie Vanilli in the history of music is is a thing. Yeah, they're a pariah. You know, I mean, 1989, the MTV show, and you know, we find out that they were not singing the words. They they weren't even using their voices. Well, that's mm-hmm. isn't that more of the scandal? Like, I get that it was like that everyone was upset they were lip syncing, but it wasn't even them at all. Right. 
And they were going out claiming they're bigger than Elvis, bigger than the Beatles. They were the deal. <laughs> they're selling millions of records. I believe they won a Grammy. You know, and then we find out that it was a big horn swoggle. Yep. But here's the thing, and this made me think of this when I was reading the story. Not that I care that he's getting divorced, but uh, I think we owe both Millie and the Vanilli. And Vanilli. Yeah, I think we owe them an apology. Why? Because if you look at what music is now, mm-hmm. there's nothing that's real. There's nothing that's real, right? Even in concert, when things are live, they're not real. Everything is computer run. Mm-hmm. You know, everything has got reverb. I mean, look at a guy like T-Pain, who actually can sing and yes. is extremely talented. An accomplished singer. Uh, and purposely made a living on not using his own voice. On accident, by the way. Did you know that? Yeah, I've seen the story. Mm-hmm. But anyway, my point is, is like he was open and honest about it. He's yes. like, you know, using the, uh, what is it called? Auto-tune. Auto-tune. Auto-tune, right? So, like, that was fake. The, that wasn't his voice. I mean, he was doing it, but it was all computer generated. Mm-hmm. But now, we knew it was fake. He wasn't trying to pass it off right. as being real like Millie Vanilli did. Yes. But but so many other artists use reverb and over-processing and all kinds of things that you can use uh, very simplistically in Pro Tools that you're not saying that, hey, I've used this processing on this track. Also, people are using... The reason why we knew that T-Pain was using Auto-Tune was because he was using it incorrectly. Like, a lot of people don't realize, unless you've downloaded one of the apps that will do that, in order to make your voice sound like the T-Pain effect, you have to talk like this as you're recording it because Auto-Tune is auto-tuning. It's changing the key and the note that your your voice is in. So these people, to Bailey's credit, they're using their voice. They can't hit the high C. Auto-tune will get them there, and it won't sound like it's auto-tune. I mean, have you ever gone to a live show of a band that you absolutely love mm-hmm. and be extremely disappointed Yes, because they sound nothing like the album, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you want to go to a concert, and you want to hear them like they sound on their album. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, it's funny. We don't think about this, but you will hear this at every concert you go to. Somebody is bound to say this. They sound just like the record. Yes. Yep. Like that's supposed to be a surprise, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Mind blown. So back to my point about Millie Vanilli is, yeah, they were lip syncing. They were uh, entertained. I mean, it's the entertainment business. Nothing's yeah. real. They were fake before fake was fake. Right. You know, so now even with the, well, now with the, uh, with AI, you know, and in the future, we're going to see people that don't even exist and be entertained by them. People mm-hmm. are buying tickets to go see Art holograms of artists, right? And a CD playing. You went to a listening party where the dude who was it? The dude came out and played Kanye West. Kanye, he played his CD. <laughs> he did. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What a kick in the teeth. You know what I mean? So you actually paid money to go listen to some dude play his own CD. Mm-hmm. So like now you go back to the Millie Vanilli stuff. Was it that bad? If at the time in which they did it, yes, and they were not honest we are we know when we go see a hologram this is what you're paying for and this is what you're getting you know when you go listen to t-pain he used auto-tune when you're not honest like they were not honest we don't owe them apology they were liars but you just did you just miss everything i just said most 90 plus percent of artists today can millie vanilli actually sing i don't think they can yeah they actually can they they have a they, they they released music they had an album right before Robert died that that he died on the night prior to the promotional tour that was supposed to start for their album that was going to be released where they were actually singing where they were actually singing I didn't know that 
Yeah, they, 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 they were actually I don't singing. say we owe them but, an apology. But the point is, is, and I'll repeat myself, is that there are artists, every, like 90 plus percent of artists today, what you're hearing on the album is not what they sound like in real life. Do we owe Ashley Simpson an apology then? Uh, well, Ashley Simpson, I, I, I think that she got her due when she performed at the, what, Orange Bowl <laughs> when she came out. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the run of, more. this is more in the pop world. Right. In the rap world. You know, the, the over-processing of music. But even in the rock world, especially in the early 2000s, it be, it was a thing. I, I'll never forget, and I don't want to say the artist's name, but uh, it was a festival for a radio station that I was working at at the time, and we were in that um, that area, you know, right in front of the stage, but before the gate, uh-huh. you know, of the crowd. Mm-hmm. And we were, you know, kind of stage left, and there was another artist up on stage, and this other artist and I were watching the show, and they told me how upset they were because of how much reverb that they were using on stage. Oh. But in the early 2000s, that was kind of the dawn, you know, of this uh, different type of rock mm-hmm. that was, you know, with the processing, and we had the ability, the technology, everybody's playing around with the stuff and this and this and that. So, like, you know... We're big fans of erasing the past because of whatever, you know, reasons that you have, you know, but we don't ever go back uh, often, uh, you know, probably more often than we should. You know, we can apologize. I think we owe Millie Vanilli an apology. I'm not apologizing to them. You can. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Millie and Vanilli. You understand what I'm saying? I do, yeah. You know, it's, it's the fact that... I've thought that for a long time, that why, if they had just been caught... Even ten years later, I feel like they would have. It right. would have been like if you were to find. Let's okay. Let's put it into perspective. Then, if you were to have a today's Millie Vanilli, <laughs> would the world be upset? No, they as re- upset as they were in 1989. They'd remix it. It would be an instant meme. I mean, it these, would be on all the social media platforms. Right. These guys were canceled before canceled was canceled. Yeah. And for what? So their entire careers were done <laughs> afterwards, which probably did not help. You know, Rob's decision to you know get. Yeah, addicted to drugs. Get effed right. up all the time, right. you know, and possibly, you know, and do the overdose and that kind of thing. So, the, you know, the the the, the way the the, inter- the business and the world reacted to them, just, I mean, overnight they were gone. Mm-hmm. You know, they were just gone. Erased. Erased. Uh, t- taking away the fact that they were actually very good performers for the time. Yeah. You know, they were dancers. They were good dancers, yeah. absolutely. I don't know about performers. They weren't performing anything. They were just dancing. I feel like if you're going... To deceive me, give me a choice. If I have a choice, then yeah. But if I don't have a choice, no, I'm not giving you an apology. But how many acts go still to this day? You know, especially the pop act. Well, the the pop acts in general. Well, mm-hmm. even the rap artists too. I mean, they'll track yep. and they'll go out there and just jump around. And they got 20 people on stage. You know, the 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 boy band era. I mean, you know, yeah, their mics were hot. Some of those, I'm telling you, and I know this for a fact, some of these individuals in these bands had dead mics. And so, you know, if you have an artist, if you have an artist that goes out there and dances a lot, Mm -hmm. they're not, they're tracking. So that's exactly what they were doing. So if you're putting these people over that just go out there and, you know, throw in a few words, they're doing the exact same thing. Yeah. It's they're entertaining you because that's what they do. They entertain you. You're going to watch them dance and jump around and do all kinds of things. You know, you're not necessarily going out there for the vocals. Does it matter if you are, like, Nikki D, paying to see them live that you're saying this? Or, like, even on TV, you're upset by being faked out like that? Oh, 
I was young when the, the whole scandal broke uh-huh. out. I just loved Millie Vanilli and sure. the songs. But if I was somebody who was paying to go to concerts mm-hmm. at a time when doing this was not accepted, people did not know it was being done. Yeah, I would have okay. felt some kind of way if I paid for tickets and know I was bamboozled. But it's still happening today. Is my point. Yeah, because today it's accepted and it's known. It wasn't when they were busted for doing it. Like the Super Bowl, they're not playing that halftime live. Right. No. Yeah, and that's that's public knowledge. Yeah. Well, even the even the arguably best national anthem of all time, right? So so Whitney, right. Houston, Whitney Houston recorded a week before because she was wor- concerned about making sure that it sounded perfect. She was very upset about that. It was yeah. not her decision. She was very upset about that. That's and then did why it again, like right? Right afterwards, she huh. did it again. Um I think it was swearing in the president. Was I it think not? you're right, yes. You know, uh, because she was so mad that she <laughs> could not actually sing it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but was that accepted at that time? I mean, did we, I, I guarantee most people probably still to this day did not know Whitney did not actually sing that national anthem. No, they, uh, most people I tell that to. So them. do you go back and say, you know, God, she's a, she's a sham. We got to go cancel her. No, because we know Whitney can sing. We've heard her sing mm-hmm. live millions of times. But have so we? no. You have. Yeah, but have we? You I've have. Never, I've never been in the room while she was singing, so I guess I don't know. But these guys can sing. Acapella. You know, and they have beautiful, you remember, the eyes were beautiful. Oh, they were very handsome. Very handsome. And that was the thing, uh, the whole the whole thing behind of what they did was the guys that were singing were not tra- attractive. <laughs> they were like, they, they were not stage friendly. <laughs> you know, so you find these two good-looking German guys. I think they're both German. Yeah. Yeah. And you put them up on stage, and they got the dreads, they got the look, they got the body, they got the eyes, mm-hmm. and uh, and you're like, all right, well, the old ugly dudes, you're just going to hang in the back. You got to go. Yeah. It goes. I would love to have known, and I'm, this is probably public knowledge now, what the money split was. Right. You know, if you've got the dudes that are singing – and you're going out there dancing. It's not like you're not doing your part. You're doing the promotional stuff. Mm-hmm. But what was the deal that was made? Oh, what was the question. money split? I wonder if they have that in the documentary. Yeah, I'm going to go watch this documentary. I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. I don't know where to find it or what it's called. Oh, it's called Millie Vanilla. There you go. <laughs> Makes sense. All right, third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to give you the latest festival lineup that's been revealed. And I'm going to tell you why a bank robber walked away empty-handed. All right, get you those two big stories from today here in a minute. Hang on. All right, third round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys, heating and air, 530-GOOD-AIR. Go ahead. Cali's big first festival lineup is out. H5. The lineup for Napa's Bottle Rock Music Festival is right here. It's been released. The first Bottle Rock Napa Valley Festival was a five-day event that started back May 2013. Well, this year's 2024 lineup has been announced. The headlining artists are going to be Pearl Jam, Ed Sheeran, Stevie Nicks, Mana, um, T-Pain, Nelly, uh, Meg Thee Stallion. So I've seen some, um, I don't know, mixed reviews online about how people feel about the lineup. But to me, I think it's a pretty good lineup. It's impossible to do a concert lineup of any genre and make the masses happy. Right. People are always going to complain. Absolutely impossible. People People forget... That just a few years ago, there were no live concerts. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were stuck in the house. It, <laughs> right. it, it's, Watching it, Instagram. It amazes me how stupid we can be and say the dumbest things about just three years ago, or whatever it was, that we couldn't go out of the house and there was nothing live and the world had changed and 
you would say, oh, man, I'll do anything for. I'll do anything for. I'll go see anyone live. I'll go see anyone live. And then you have it, mm-hmm. and, and it's back to normal, and mm-hmm. you just bitch and complain. People are complaining. Tickets go on sale this morning, 10 p.m. I mean, yeah. 10 a.m. And I mean, it's in Napa, right? It's in Napa. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's the other thing that you don't take into consideration when it comes to a live show. You know, and I love festivals that have artists from different genres. I think mm-hmm. that's really, really cool. Something yes. for everybody. That's what I like about it. Right. I am a fan of that. And you have you have to take into consideration where the festival is at. Mm. Right? You know what I mean? You're going to Napa. It, like, life can be worse. It could be. I want to go this year to Bottle Rock. <laughs> yeah, like, like right. if, if, you, if you can afford tickets and you can afford travel yes. to go to Napa mm-hmm. and see... I don't care who. See the Millie Vanilli that's still alive. Monsieur Perrine. Yeah, whoever. The offspring. Life is pretty good for you. The Scarlet <laughs> Opera. The like, beaches. Find something else to bitch about. I'm sure it's not difficult. You know, but like, really, it, that's just, it blows my mind. Yeah, that's what I saw yesterday. People was like, oh, this lineup sucks and da da da. I'm like, what? This lineup sounds great. You Who's going to get upset about DJ Umami? Not me. Not I. And I knew he was going to be there because I'm on his newsletter. (laughs) You're one of the mommies? I'm I'm the president of the mommies. They call me daddy. (laughs) Big daddy to be exact. Oh! (laughs) All right, second story. These new bank robbers need to just get a job because they suck. H6. When the teller took the note and looked at it and looked at the other side, she saw his name. He had used a note that he had used earlier at the BMV, and it had his name on it. So that was another dumb bank robber who robbed a bank and gave them the deposit slip with his name on it. He got caught. Well, in the latest bank robbery of dummies, this guy goes in. This took place in Atlanta at Regions Bank. He hands a note that says, give me all your 20s, 50s, and 100s. And the manager wrote on the note, no, you need to leave, and slid it back. So then the guy holds up his jacket to pretend like he has a gun. The manager sees no gun, so he tells him again, get out of here. And then the guy just turns around and walks out of the bank. You want to know the one bank you should never rob? What? Bank of America. Oh, why is that? Because they have no cash. No, they just don't want anybody there working. (laughs) Nobody to slip a note to anyway. (laughs) Nobody to slip a note to. I've been banking with them since the late 90s. And over the years and decades, they've become less and less. (laughs) <laughs> Just a heads up for you bank robbers. Do not try to rob a Bank of America. You will not get help. Choose a different bank. <laughs> Choose a different bank. This guy has like this nice Under Armour jacket on and a ball cap. I'm like, what are you doing? He looks silly. That's always been. I've always wanted to rob a bank. Back in the day, you know, like the old Dylan stuff. Yes. So cool. I don't want anybody to get hurt, but, you know, I just thought that'd be cool. Where's that adult day camp at? What? You know what I mean? Where you you and your buddies can go and, and like rob a bank. Oh, like an escape room. Uh-huh. That would be awesome. Now they got smart. They put the die in there and all kinds of stuff. You know, like the die uh-huh. the, the die packets. Yeah, you gotta ask them for no die. Yeah. Like the bills without the yeah, die. That's the thing, like if you go and you rob a bank, you know, in, instead of the cash, you should be smart and do the safety deposit boxes. Yes. Like, you can get away with that. But doesn't mm-hmm. that take more time to be back there going through boxes for the police to come get you? It's all time management. Well, okay. right. It's all time management. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do it, do it right. Yes. But at least, you know, you're, you're going to have, you don't have to worry about the marked dollars. You're not going to have to mm-hmm. worry about a big bag. Of, you know, a bag of cash is heavy. So heavy. So heavy. So if you go in there and grab some watches. And, and then where do you find the bags that have the dollar sign on the side of them, you know? Yeah. You throw them over your shoulder. Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger's done with Nike. 
after 27 years. It's wild. A long that, time. Isn't that crazy? Tiger Woods is no. I mean, Tiger Woods post Michael Jordan was Nike. Right. Yep. Right. You know, Michael will always be Nike. Yes. But Tiger was Nike, arguably mm-hmm. the greatest golfer ever of mm-hmm. all time. Right. Can you think of a another notable brand celeb collaboration bigger than Tiger and Nike? So much so that it made you want to buy the brand. I always find this question interesting, at least the responses, you know, because I, I don't know if it ever works. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you've ever been swayed by a famous person. You know, and then, like, if you admit it out loud, especially probably from a guy's perspective, kind of sounds like you're a little soft a little bit, a little bit of a sheep, <laughs> right? Yes. But I will tell you, there is one brand and one celebrity that endorses that brand that I buy, not only because I like the brand, but because I like the celebrity that much. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. 916-909-0985. You want to be a part of that conversation here in a minute? Hey. Hey, thanks for your time. It's the BS. Hope you're having a good one. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D, Nelson. Thanks to Kyle. Joe Bra's still hanging out with us. Uh, if you want to get in on the final hour, that's cool. 916-909-0985. Also, the text machine, if you choose to do it that way. Looks like Tiger Woods is ending his partnership with Nike after almost three decades. You want to guess how much money, according to Google, he's generated over those 27 years? A billion dollars. It has to be a billion. It's not a billion uh, billion dollars. Really? That's a lot of money. $600 million. Yeah, actually, yeah, between 500 and $660 million. Oh! Yeah. Let's go. That's a lot of money, but... I actually, I actually thought it would have been more too. Yeah, I thought yeah. It, I thought it would have been a lot more. Twenty plus years, yeah. Yes, twenty-seven. Yeah, almost thirty, closer to thirty. Well, and years. especially they've been, they were there when he was Tiger. Yeah, mm-hmm. like when he revolutionized golf. He, he he got his endorsement deal with them when he was an amateur, which is wild. You know, which is the way, right? I mean, if you know the Michael Jordan story, mm-hmm. and you know his his mother should go down as the greatest negotiator of all time. Uh, because yes. she's the one that negotiated that deal. Uh, they they did not want, or Michael did not want them. Nike was not the brand when he came out of North Carolina. It was uh, Adidas. It was Converse. Uh, even Puma, you would throw that in there. Uh-huh. And so the the guys at the time, they were wearing every other shoe. Nike was a running shoe. I believe it started in Oregon, right? At the college, Oregon yes. State or something yep. like that? Yep. Yeah, it was a running shoe. Mm-hmm. And then um, because they were so low on the totem pole and they needed a name, mm-hmm. they uh, – and Michael Jordan wasn't even, I believe, the top of his class as far as the draft go. He was not the number one draft pick that year. So he wasn't the guy. But they just saw something in him, and they were like, well, we got to take somebody of name to endorse our brand, and then we'll give you what we can give you. And because they could not give the Jordans what they wanted financially, mm-hmm. the mom was like, you're going to pay us for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right. <laughs> like, which I don't think a deal has been made like that ever since. Right. You know, or would ever be made. I mean, I know there are companies, you know, Budweiser will give, you know, and uh, you can drink Budweiser for free card to certain celebrities. And there's there's certain cards yeah. that, that different companies have special VIP cards that they give out. You know, you fly for free, you know, forever on Delta or whatever the case may be. That's cool. But to be paid 
you know, and, and then have your own brand, have your own line. You and I were in the same place when I saw the wildest card of like of, of that nature, like you're saying about the Budweiser giving out free Budweiser or whatever to celebrities. I've never seen this before or since when um, uh, Hoff, what's his name? Not Dustin. Dave, oh, Dennis Hoff. Dennis Hoff. Dennis Hoff was Bunny at, Ranch. Yeah, the guy that ran the Bunny Ranch. He was at. Respect. He would come out to radio conventions where the the same place that I met Bailey at, and he would give these coins to certain people that he liked in the industry, and that coin meant you could come mm-hmm. to the Bunny Ranch to the Bunny Ranch and have a Bunny Ranch time. Yeah, it was it was it was it was, was on the house. Yeah, it was wild. And you know, all those years that Dennis was alive, and and uh, you know, I'd talk to him and have him on shows and stuff like that. And he'd always invite me out, and mm-hmm. you know he'd always want the radio shows to do live broadcasts, and some did, a lot of them did. Right. You know, even news stations. You know, Fox News was out there one time. You know, mm-hmm. the, you know, front because it was it was a thing. Yes, and uh, especially during the heyday. Mm-hmm. And I never went out there, and the only and then so my wife and I, you know, we move out here, and we were driving. Where were we driving? We're driving. It wasn't that long. I mean, we're coming back from talk or something, or we're going. Uh-huh. We're driving. We're somewhere over there, and we. Pa- I didn't even know where we were, and we. Pa- and I see the sign. You saw it, and I saw the sign, and they're like, "You go up the hill, and there it is." <gasps> and I'm like, "All these years, and this is. I was supposed to make it out here, and now he's gone. And the only time I make it out here, I'm with my wife." Which they would invite us in, I'm sure. Oh yeah, but it's not the same. Not that you know, I, that's not my no. thing. I wouldn't have gone in and done it. But you know, you always just kind of want to go in and see the yeah. the bar area, the, the lineup, the you know, the lineup. Air Force Amy. Oh my God, Air Force Amy. You know, so Woods uh, first thing to deal with Nike back when he was an amateur. Like I said, he uh, had been dropping some breadcrumbs recently that a breakup could be coming. Most notably when he was wearing foot joys at the 2022 Masters, a year after he seriously injured his leg in a car crash. I find it hard to believe that he just ended his partnership with Nike without having a backup plan. Right. That seems strange. Yeah, and I think he did say he has something in the works. Uh, Yeah, he'll sign. I could see him signing, like, you know, there's so many other companies now that are getting into that game You've got Lululemon. You've got more notably uh, OnCloud, which I'm a big fan of. Their 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 sneakers and their you know apparel is really nice. It's expensive. They have a celebrity backing them. Uh, they do uh, in tennis. They ha- God, what's Shelton uh, Ben Shelton? Okay, uh-huh. and he's an upcoming you know tennis star. Uh-huh. Came from the University of Florida. Good kid. Really nice guy. Great great tennis player. And he's the first that I know mm-hmm. that has been an athlete. To wear, to wear the on clouds, mm-hmm. you know, and I follow him on social media and stuff, and um, you know, you see all this stuff, so I can see it going that way. Roger Federer, and I say this just because I'm a, a fan of tennis and kind of part of that community, but Federer had the deal with Nike for all those years, and he just uh, up and dropped before he retired, and he signed a deal with that. What's that um, Japanese company? Is it Jap- Japanese, Chinese, whatever company? They, they have the 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 clothing line, and in, in some areas they have actual stores. And they have the, the you know Chinese it's Chinese lettering you know what I mean know. I don't know the but brand. he signed like a hundred million dollar deal with them. Well, if there's anything to believe, be believed by this note that Joe Bra had uh, sent over to me, he says that part of the reason Tiger severed his deal with them is because Nike was making crap golf products. Oh, really? And he was tired of being associated with it. Well, the stuff that he gets is not the stuff that you buy in the. In I know, the store. but it's I mean, if you bought it because you're a Tiger fan, and all of a sudden you're getting crap golf. 
Like, I won't buy a Nike golf glove. I don't care for the Nike golf gloves. I'd take a foot joy over a Nike golf glove any day. I I promise you, any of these celebrities that are endorsing these brands uh, or using their products, they have special products. Oh, for sure. That are custom made. You know, if you go buy a Federer racket, Mm -hmm. you know, a Wilson Federer, you know, that's what I would, I play with, a Wilson Federer racket. Roger's not using that racket. No, not that one. No, he's not. Mm -hmm. They're they're custom making them for him. Um, uh, uh, What's the other guy that would be wearing? He he, endor- he was endorsed by Under Armour, but his shoes were actually made by Adidas. Wow! But they worked out a deal where Under Armour would put their label on it. <laughs> no, because it's like NASCAR. It's just a sticker. Yeah, because Under Armour didn't make a tennis shoe. Okay, so Adidas, you know, does make tennis shoes. Yes, and he was he could not wear Adidas because of the contract. So right. they worked out a deal where Adidas allowed them to wear. He would wear the Barricade, and he would put the Under Armour. Now Under Armour. I wear Under Armour. I love Under Armour. I yeah. wear Under Armour all the time. I, mean, I like their jackets. I'm a br- I'm an I'm a brand Under Armour guy. Sure. Is it all because of the Rock? No. But does it have a little bit to do with it? Yeah. Wow. It does. Probably a lot. And I'm not normal. And I'm not normally like that. Uh huh. But I like the Rock. Yeah. You know? love the Rock. Mm-hmm. So you know, a lot of people say I look like him when I'm at the beach. Oh, is that? What so it I don't is? know anybody who said that. At, at, when it's very very dark, and you can't see for. A long distance. Okay, yeah, it must be what it is. And <laughs> you got on sunglasses. But can you think of a more notable brand recognition relationship? Tiger to Nike, even Jordan to Nike. It would be Jordan to Nike. Yeah. It, well, that would be it. Yes. There's mm-hmm. well, outside of that, then. Like you automatically think of when you think of. Like, weirdly, I would say, because I I remember all the ads would be uh, Charlize Theron, oh. because she was in those weird Dior ads. Yeah, so I've it, never bought Dior, but, like, if I ever see the word Dior, I think of Charlize Theron. I um, put together vitamin water with 50 Cent. That's all I think about yep. when I think about that. Yes. Even though he sold it now, I still think. That's the only reason I ever even tried vitamin water. I would think Beats by Dre. Oh, that's good. Yep. Right. Now just Beats. Now mm-hmm. just Beats. Because mm-hmm, they bought him out. You know, Beats by Dre. Um, hmm. And I would think of, uh, like, so I guess I guess the point, the question would be, you more or less, or, yeah, you think of the product, and then it you automatically associate with and vice versa. Yeah. So Pistachios, I think of that dude that had that horrible song that went viral, like the most viral song ever. Oh, right. The yes. Gangnam uh, Style guy. Yeah, the Psy. Uh, Psy. Mm-hmm. Right. I think of Psy. Mm-hmm. You could say... Michael Jackson to Pepsi. Yes. Absolutely. Or for a different generation, no pun intended, Britney with Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, until they found her drinking a Coke at a concert and they killed the contract. Yeah, but like, I can't think of one for Coke. Can you? The polar bear. Yeah, but that's just it. Just the polar bear. Like, there, I can't think of a celebrity I would associate with, with Coke. And they've had celebrity endorsements. Uh huh. Yep, but not nope, one of them. I can't think of one either. Like, not one of them sticks to me. Yeah, I can't either. Mm-mm. Such a big brand. Nope. I would say maybe uh, now for the for the newer age, I would say uh, Aaron Rodgers and uh, State Farm. State Farm. And they're trying to force Mahomes on you, but I don't. Rodgers was the better set of ads for them. But is Rodgers bigger than Black Jake? No, no. Black Jake's bigger than Rodgers. Love Black Jake. Yeah. Because you can't have a State Farm. Without and, Jake. Well, and Black Jake, Black Jake wouldn't in, in, in exist if it weren't for White Jake. Yeah. Right. 
White Jake was the he OG. Had to come first, yes. Mm-hmm. Love to know the story behind that, right? You know, because that was one of the best commercial. Like that, that you know, everybody's like, oh, it was commercial time. I'm turning, you know, radio. I'm turning mm-hmm. the stage. You know, commercial time. The TV. It's time to go to the bathroom. That's like one of the only commercials that exist that you're like, I hope that comes on again. And, yes. No, and the fisherman guy. The guy with the fishing hook. Oh, with the dollar? Yes, oh, yeah. him. You want to see him every time that commercial comes you gotta on. you got to be quicker than that. you got to be quicker than that. There, there, <laughs> there's one that's running right now post-holidays is with John Travolta, and it's the Capital One, and he's Santa Claus. Oh, yes, that's a really good one. And it's the Staying Alive, <laughs> and he's got yes. he's got the strut, and he goes down. <laughs> and then he, yeah, yeah it, it, and it's, it's like every time that, you know, like there's like if when you hit, those are some good commercials. Yeah. You know what I mean? Agreed. Like this isn't the a Budweiser frogs. The Budweiser frogs is good. This isn't a celebrity, but a, a guy I immediately think of all the time is the "Can you hear me now?" guy. Oh, they went to Sprint. Right, was at Verizon and oh, then Sprint yes. bought him out. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Can you hear me now? Well, no, they they good. killed his deal. Is that what it was? Yeah, they killed his deal. Is like we're we're going to move on from mm-hmm. you, and then Sprint, uh, which I don't Sprint doesn't even exist. No, Sprint is now T-Mobile. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it was brilliant. Yes. You know, it was brilliant to take the guy that it w- had a brand. Uh-huh. And, and and they really dropped the ball on that. Yeah, they could have really steered into the, can you hear me now? Well, yeah, you can because I'm on Sprint finally or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, taking that. How about Gilbert? Gilbert Godfrey? Yeah, he screwed that all up. Affleck. Oh, Affleck. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Screwed that up with one tweet. But people didn't know that was him. Okay. You know, they the, didn't? No. I did. Now people did people didn't know that was him until he got fired. If she knew that it was him before he was fired, then I think that counters your statement because she don't know nobody. Yeah, no. I knew he was Affleck. Like he was on the commercials. No, no they no, never showed wasn't. him on the commercials, no, did they? No, never showed him. Well, how no. did I, I knew it was the him old, though? Because he got fired. Because you like Aladdin. Because I like Aladdin. The only reason <laughs> that you like him is Affleck. You go, oh, no. is that the little bird from Aladdin? You might not know it, but I guarantee the only way you knew that is because you you somehow knew he got fired after the tweet. After the tweet, I don't even know about the tweet. So I don't even know what y'all talking about. Subliminally, because nobody knew it was him. He wasn't in the commercials. Affleck. You didn't even know he wasn't in the commercials. Affleck. Right. I it just, just knew it was he was a duck. It was his voice. Mm-hmm. Joe Bra said uh, Flo from Progressive. That's another icon. Yeah, but she's not a celebrity. She's not a celebrity, no. Progressive is bigger than Flo. Ooh, yeah. is it, though? Oh, yeah. I don't I know about that. I think it's made more popular because of Flo. Uh-huh. Nike didn't make Tiger. Tiger helped, I don't want to say make Nike. but They legitimized him as a golf uh, entity. Like, uh, I mean Nike. Not Tiger. I think Tiger put Nike on. Tiger still would have been Tiger if he were with Adidas or Under Armour. No, I agree. What I'm saying to your point is that Tiger made Nike a force in golf. Yes. Yeah. Not the other way around. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Progressive is bigger than Flo. Okay. I'll give you that. AT&T is bigger than the big big boob girl. I don't know her name. I I don't even know who that is. (laughs) Oh, you know it is. Have you seen the AT&T commercials? That hot chick from the most recent ones? She's in all of them, man. She, like, she, she's got such big boobs that they have to you hide them. You should follow her on Instagram. Why is she naughty? Why? She's a great follow. And yeah, she wears a skimpy outfit sometimes. She's a naughty girl? She's naughty. Naughty? Mm-hmm. Don't say that. She's a naughty girl. Let's oh, okay. I, this girl doesn't have big boobs. What oh, are you yeah. talking about? No, that's, that's, that's the thing, is that they, uh, she's got huge boobs and they have to hide them. That's, I swear, there's stories about this. This was a thing, right? right here? Yeah, she's 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 packing. She's oh, hot. Yeah, it 
I mean, she's a cute lady. She doesn't like she has big boobs. Me you watch the commercials. Everything she wears is very baggy, and the way they shoot her uh-huh. is so you're not fixated on her breasts. Okay, I'll take your word for it. And nor is that should be a problem, but, you know, for those pervs out there, they're going to focus on her, her boobs. Uh-huh. Okay, this picture, okay, I can see. Versus, you know, the message. Right. right. Which is what's most important. Right, exactly. Yeah, look at them. What's that? That's her? her Instagram? Yeah. That's her Instagram. Oh, she's not cleaning that up, is she? She's not worried oh, about that. Look at that with the sundress. <laughs> I told Look you. at him. He's burning. <laughs> I told you. So the person that I was just talking about, <laughs> oh. he's sitting to my left. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're talking about my boobs. Right. The whole campaign is done to avoid people like this. Nelson. Right. Mint, Mint Milana, by the way. M-I-L-A-N-A. It's uh, her Instagram. If you'd like to follow. What's her name? Um, it's Milana something. Really? So I don't know. Gorgeous. That's her name. Is that your line for her? Yeah. yeah. What's uh-huh. your name? Gorgeous? What's your name? Gorgeous? I'm a new customer. I'm looking for Gorgeous to do an order for me. <laughs> also, I have a suggestion for your commercials. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in advertising. <laughs> What's your name? They call me creepy. <laughs> yeah. All right. We want to get you registered to send you to Las Vegas to see the Scorpions. They've got their new residency at Planet Hollywood. You'll be listening for the oh-so-famous Wind of Change whistle. And when you hear that whistle, you will be caller 18 to 916-909-0985. I will then pick up the telephone. I will talk to you. You'll be very pleasant. You'll be very excited. And then we will get you registered for the flyaway and the trip with all the trimmings. I expect you to have over-the-top excitement when you win because you will then be part of a select group of just those that have already qualified here in the Sacramento area. All right. Again, 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. All right. Let's see what we got here. That's funny. Yeah, all these phones all lit up. And everybody's hoping that I take them. Uh Uh-huh. And I understand why. And I wish I could. Mm -hmm. Just take them all. (laughs) Just put them all at the same time. Yeah, and we'll just rent out. We'll charter a flight. 98 Rockets, the BS. What is your name? Linda. Brenda? Linda. Linda with an L. I swear to God, I need to go. What are what are here? What are the uh, ear doctors? What are audiologist. Called? Audiologist. Mm-hmm. You can find me an audiologist. <laughs> yeah. I swear Sounds like that. Sounds good. Sounds I, good. I swear good. to Jesus. I swear to God, Linda. Every single day that I pick somebody up, I get their name wrong, and it's so. What was the one yesterday? I thought it was like, oh, you were way off, Mahatney or something. And <laughs> right. It was like, hi, my name's Barb. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Linda like that one. Oh, Linda's a. It was like a little oinker. A little giggles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Linda, where are you calling from? Uh, antelope. 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 And what do you do for a living, Linda? Um, I'm a groomer. A gro- like a pet groomer? Yes. Really? Oh, God. Do you travel? No, I don't travel, but... You would? Yeah. You would? You I just no. here. Uh, okay. Anyway, we can talk about that later. You're calling why? Um, for the scorpion tickets. Okay, but you know, if you do win, what's going to happen? Do you think you're automatically going to Vegas to see the scorpions, or do you think you're registered to win? Um, I think I'm registered to win. You are, and that's a good thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So g- get excited Absolutely. about that, Linda. Come on now. I am excited. Okay. All right, so here's the deal. Congratulations, your caller 18. That's good. 
Uh, you awesome. you you get the ninety eight rock prize pack. That's good, and you are now part of a very select group just here in the Sacramento area that is registered to win the trip to Las Vegas to go see the Scorpions. Love it first sting. They're brand new. Las Vegas residency at the Box Theater at Planet Hollywood, which we will be drawing a winner, I believe, this Friday. Oh, F yeah. F yeah. Good at it. Thank you. F yeah, Nelson. F F yeah. F yeah to you, Linda. Okay. Well, look, thank you for listening to the show and putting up with us. I appreciate that. Of course. Okay. I'm going to put you on hold and we'll get your information. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Hang on for a second. That conversation felt very blocky. Uh huh. You know? F, yeah. It wasn't like a running conversation. <laughs> no. It was very. I don't know if so, if I can't hear, or if Linda can't hear, but anyway. Well, so we'll have more opportunities tomorrow and Thursday and Friday. Twelve I think, minutes away, by the way, from Roseville is what this says. Antelope is. Dude, she could totally come over and groom my dogs. Or you could t- drive the twelve minutes. It's a lot easier for her to come to me. That's fair. You have five of them. I have yes. five dogs. Yeah. Right. You know, it just makes a lot of sense. So, I don't know. Nikki, if you could uh, grab her phone number for me, <laughs> personally. <laughs> it's it's tough. You move to a new state, new to move to a new city, and you got to find new people. Yes. You know, you're, you're always experiencing something new. We did go to the vet yesterday, uh, and, and that was good. And so, it's, you're always just trying to find new stuff. You know what I mean? We went to, let me tell you about this. So, uh, we've got some new friends. They're actually listeners of the program, mm-hmm. Steve and Michelle. And we went to a place called Painted Studios. Okay. Can you drink there? It's like one of those, like a date night thing? It's totally what it is. Mm-hmm. You, you, it's it's at the Palladium. Okay. And I'd been there before, but it was like right when I first moved here. So we drive out there, and you get and you, you know you pay the money. I think they actually paid for it. I didn't pay, so I guess okay. either that or I, I didn't pay. Or All right, Steve. Somebody paid for me. Anyway, so we go there, and you walk in, and you join... A small group of people, and they have these long tables, and they have um, little baby easels, Mm -hmm. okay? And then you have your canvas on the little baby easel. Okay. They they give you a a, a apron to wear so you don't get paint on you. They give you brushes. I did notice your apron, yes. And, yeah, it was was, uh, a Han Solo apron. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they give you a, a, a paper plate, and then the little bl- block globs of paint, mm-hmm. and and the and they show a picture of what your somebody has already painted this. Okay, and they have different paintings in there, and w- I guess we were on sunset night or okay. something, you know, whatever it was. And then you have the girls that work there that are actually artists. They like the girl. One of the girls went to UC Davis. She's got a degree in art. Oh, so she can really do it. And she does art, like she writes children's books and stuff. She's a very talented young lady. And so uh, she's like leading the class, and there's others. Other, they walk around and they help you out, and then you can buy beers and have beer and wine. Mm-hmm. They have a little boutique with clothes and stuff like this. But you know, like I'm thinking, because I didn't know I was doing this. Mm-hmm. My wife had set this up, and this is very abnormal for our relationship. Usually, we talk we, we, decent communication. We sure. talk about things, and we learned earlier in the show you like firm plans and you like them in advance. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But you know, I knew that we were going out with these fine folks, and uh, you know, we're trying to meet new friends and find places but i probably she was like you would have shot this down you would not oh you know this is not really a you thing right Right. you go to some dude and you're like what are you doing saturday night i'm gonna go take you to i'm not a painter i'm gonna go take you to paint (laughs) like it just sounds stupid in theory yes right so you know good for her that was smart she knows how to work the system (laughs) 
I'm the system. <laughs> and, you know, I kind of find out last minute. And then when you find out last minute, you can't stop it because now you no. got other people depending on you and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we go out there, and i got to tell you, I had a great time. Really? An absolutely fantastic, fabulous time. I learned that I'm actually a pretty good artist. Like you can paint? Yeah, like I can paint. Have you ever drawn anything before? Like maybe not the same skill, painting and drawing, but. Let me tell you, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. that's all I did. I, 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 I would draw all the time. Oh, see, I, can't draw. I would draw uh, the Americans versus the Nazis, and I'd have little army battles. That's very intense. And the tanks would pew, 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 pew and you'd have the planes. So anybody else do that? You do that? Yeah, Joe Brown? Yeah, stick, well, mine, yeah, a little sticky. He said stick figures. He's yeah. not talking about stick figures. He's talking about real art. Real art. Real art figures. Musculature. Yeah, they all have little mustaches on the bad side. <laughs> the Hitler mustache? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. It was supposed to be a joke without saying it, though. <laughs> well, I'm like, what? Mu-? No, I've never. They didn't have the mustache. Just the one dude had the mustache, right? I, 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 I you know, I'm not an, you know, I never. He couldn't draw swastikas, what it was. He couldn't yeah. get the angle straight. No, those days you could draw, and the teacher would walk by and go like, that's good, Jason. <laughs> you draw one now, and right. you're done. Your right angles are very good. Right. So, um, you know, I've never, you know, painted like this. Sure. You're talking, you're talking about your sipping paint experience that you you did over the weekend. Yeah, it was called Painted Studios. Yeah. You know, and you go and you, you know, we, you know, and I'm not a big beer drinker, but they they had beer and wine, so had some beers. And was I was just, it pre-drawn, or did you start from scratch and they told you step by step how to do it? No, you start from scratch. Oh, yeah. You, you you would see on the wall, you mm-hmm. know what you're supposed to do. But she would go through it. She she was up on this like little stage, mm-hmm. and she would go through it, and she would paint, and then she was like, "All right, this is you know kind of the how you do it and how you do it." When I mean, she'd walk you through it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, if you follow me on social media or the show on social media, uh, listen to the BS or at Mr. Jason Bailey. I posted videos. I actually mm-hmm. put a reel together last night. I did a really good job, I think. Yeah, uh, uh, the ones that are already, like, pre-done for me and I can just kind of color, I do well. The ones I have to freestyle, like what you had to do, those are a little bit tougher for me. Very difficult. The diff- I mean, they tell you when you walk in, the difficulty level is 10. Oh, it is. No, those they, things are hard to do. They say that not m- many people can do this. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, they, they, they tell you that when you walk in. And He's then our hero. When you walk out, if you don't do a good job, they tell you you didn't do a good job. But to me, they said, we'd like you to come back. You're now uh, working there part-time? They asked me if I'd like to instruct. That's how I'm what they call a prodigy in the I, painting world. I, I have an embarrassing kind of sip and paint from the last time that I went. I went to visit my friend in Texas, and we went and did an erotic sip and paint. Oh, so went naked. Yo, the, the men were naked. Oh, and they got naked. We painted um, penises, and they were big. And mine, of course, was dark. Hers was dark. And after we left the But was the actual paint, penis dark, or did you just make it dark? No, we you, made it dark. Okay, because oh. it was a white one, but you wanted a black one. No, so when they- Ma'am, can I get some black paint? <laughs> when they, when they paint. pre-draw it, it's Not black much. and white, but then you put the color that you want it to be. So I made mine gold and black. <laughs> Play on words, right? So we leave, was my dream. Right. So we leave the sip and paint, though, and we go to this nice upscale restaurant downtown Dallas. And we put the paintings under our chair because we're carrying oh. around big penises on canvases. Kind of embarrassing. Well, when we left the restaurant, we left, left them under them. our chair. Yeah. Now, now if you go back to that restaurant, you'll see them there hanging on the wall. We can't go back. <laughs> Behind glass. <laughs> we can't go back so, there ever. So they, we had that conversation about those types of places. Uh-huh. And they, I guess, were wanting to do a night like that and asked Ooh. me if uh, I would pose. <laughs> 
Oh, see you lying. I thought they really were going to do it. No, I'm not lying. Wow. <laughs> the shade. And the, and the reason why they asked me to pose is because one of the girls working there walked in when I was in the restroom and saw it. No, she didn't. <laughs> and she said, we're trying to find ways to conserve our paint. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> so we know that if we use yours. Uh-huh. We won't have we'll to give out as much paint. Of paint left over. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a really good time. So, uh, truth be told, uh, I did an okay job. But my wife is really talented. I never knew. Been together with her for 13 years. Never knew how talented of a painter she is. Wow. You know, I mean, I did an okay job. I'm just kind of mm-hmm. playing radio for you. But uh, she did a fantastic job. Like it, an absolute. Like it. It is hang worthy. That's how good it is. See, my friends are like that. Every time we go, their their paintings look so good, and mine looks like a second grader did it. Yeah, right. But here's the thing: is I enjoyed myself so much, and this is what I'm afraid of because I have an addictive personality. Is when I get into something, whether I know I'm going to like it or not, oh, I'm all in. You, you want to master stuff. it? Yeah, I'll buy it. You know, buy the shoes. I'll buy the hat. I'll buy the jacket. I'll buy the glove. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all in. And I had such a good time. I'm thinking about getting into this. Oh God. Like buying gonna, some for your house? Buying uh, some canvases, some paint, some easels, some aprons. Where are you going to paint at? In the, your workshop garage? Um, Where the sodas are? I could do it at or outside. I could, you know, build a studio. Outside. He could. He could sit in his backyard on this little yeah, patio back he there He could. Yes, mm-hmm. he could. Well, you know, so I'm thinking about doing that. I think you should. It's very therapeutic. You should host some paint nights, too. I'll come paint. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Okay. It was really yeah. good. Yeah, she's ready. I mean, you did see my painting. I didn't see it, but I'm going to go look at it. Oh, well, good. So when they teach you about the trees, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm trying to do it as they're teaching me about the trees, they're like lying and squiggle, 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 mm-hmm. squiggle, squiggle. Rachel didn't even listen to the girl. She had her own tree in her head, and her trees are beautiful. Wow. Yeah, see, that's what real artists do in there. They just build these I, masterpieces and make you feel shame. I didn't know I could go rogue. I was trying to follow the directions. Well, yeah. You can if you're talented enough to go rogue. I'm not. <laughs> I right. can follow directions. She's going to have the penis pre-drawn for her, and she just colored it in. <laughs> I sure did. Excuse me, sir. Can I just put this up next to it? <laughs> Trace it? <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> sir, sir, stop. It's No, so canvas is only so long. Please stop. <laughs> Relax. Chill out. Baseball. Baseball. You've heard of Banksy? She's Cranksy. Ah, Cranksy. <laughs> <laughs> and afterwards, he'd be Spanksy. Oh! Keep that applause rolling. All right, fourth and final round of headlines. Last minute calls, comments, concerns, 916-909-0985. Use that same number for the text machine. What do you got for headlines? I want to tell you how a living human ended up in an urn and what new musical is hitting the stage. All right, get you all that here in just a minute. Hey. And fourth and final round of headlines. Big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com. Best service, best price, guaranteed. Nikki D. Urns are for the deceased, not the drunk. H7. So this guy is at a looks like some kind of party that might be for his job. And they have this urn that's sitting outside that's decorative. 
and he decides to climb inside of this urn. He puts his whole head down into it, whole body into it, and then he realizes that he cannot get out. So his co-workers in this audio, they're trying to figure out a way to get him out of this urn. Oh, my they God, start, I saw that. Is that what that was? Yeah, they start chiseling on it to finally break free and get him out. He was stuck for a little bit of time before they were able to get him out. This took place in Alabama, and he gets out of the urn, Not grabs sucker. another drink, and he's stumbling around a party. Now, another well, person who was there said he lost his pants. Yeah, okay, but... It- are you sure it's an urn? Aren't urns a lot smaller than that? Well, apparently they have different sizes. This was the one that he climbed in right here. They they call this an urn still. Who's calling that an urn? The story? The, the snooze story, yeah. I don't know, right? I don't know what decorative people call this. I mean, it's not a vase. You don't put flowers in it. That's a It's a pot. A pot, but they're calling it an urn. So yeah. I don't know if it's a large size urn or what. What a great question. That's so stupid, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> like what, what's the difference? What's the, I mean, I guess, <laughs> wow, I've never thought about that. Like, what's the difference between an urn and a pot and really even a vase? Yeah. I guess it just depends on what you put in it. What you put in it and the sizes of it. Because I always thought urns were But that's what I'm saying. That size, would, that wouldn't be an urn because it's so large. But it's shaped like one. That's why he got stuck in it. But it's shaped like a pot. That you could put plants in, too. Yeah, but an urn looks like a pot. No. It's smaller. Mind is blown. <laughs> Did I tell you that for Christmas, my mother gave us two urns? You did. But oh. what you haven't told us is what you end up doing with them. I don't, we haven't done anything. Okay. What do you do with... And, and, and she goes, I said, Mom, these look like urns. They are. I said, oh, that's odd. Why? Because we're alive, right? And, and we have no one. We have no one to put in it. And you know, like with my, you know, even numbered OCD, if I had one urn full, I'm gonna have to find an- something, another body to put in another. I can't have, <laughs> you know, like if you give me two urns and I'm supposed to fill it, I'm gonna turn it. She's gonna turn me into a serial two killer. Two people need to die. Like I can't have one That's urn with ashes. I have to have two urns with ashes. Uh, so it's kind of weird. It's kind of odd. So uh, we went to where did we go over the holidays? Nevada City, is that is that is that right? Uh, is that right? Am I saying that right, Joe? Yeah, Nevada yeah, City. You're that right. Okay. Yep. And they they got a little downtown area, and they had a little antique store. And I mm-hmm. went in there and I got the the people's number, and I told them about all this stuff that my mom sends me. Mm-hmm. And they said send us pictures. I still haven't done it yet. And so I, these urns have a price tag on them, like $145 each. Wow, that's expensive. Right. And I don't know why, because I know my mother wouldn't pay that for that because she doesn't oh, have no, that no, money. No. So she gets it at this like thrift store, probably for like $15, if even. But why would you send your son an urn, two urns? Like, that, if some, God forbid something were bad to happen to either me or my wife or both of us, and you send somebody urns right before that happens, like, that is. That's Nostradamus in a bad way. Okay, so I'm looking it up to see if you can put plants in urns. Yeah, you can. Of course you can. And it's showing different people with plants in them, so maybe that's what you do with them. Put some that's flowers crazy. in there. Because I saw that, and I didn't think it was an urn. I didn't I didn't read the story. I just thought it was, I saw the video. Yeah. I thought it was just some dude that got caught in a pot. A pot. They're saying it's an urn. What an idiot. Yeah. He gets to a point where he starts to freak out because he realizes it's he pretty serious. He can't get out. He can't get out. <laughs> Like, dude, just take a sledgehammer to it and crack it. Like, what are you guys doing right now? Because you're scared. That sledgehammer is going to come in and something on you is going to break. All right, second story. Would you go to a musical to hear this? H8.
Yes. I would. You would go? I would. So Purple Rain is going to now become a Broadway musical, and it's going to be based on Princess Purple Rain. That was a movie back in the 80s. This movie actually won an award. It grossed over $100 million in views. Now, I vaguely kind of remember the Purple Rain movie. I don't remember it a lot. So I would definitely go to this musical just to see how they redo it. Well, it's it's not so much about the movie. The movie was, I mean, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't great, right? He but gotta, but it's about the music of Prince. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all. I mean, you're going to take all of his hits mm-hmm. and... Uh, Play them. You know, you know, like, w- one of the most unsung heroes of Prince's hits is Seven. I love that song. Well, Seven and we'll watch them fall. You know that song? I don't know that song. It was like one of his later hits. And to me, like one of his best songs, really, really good stuff. Probably didn't get a lot of airtime. People didn't play it much because I've never heard of it. But like you go and see Rock of Ages, you know, which spans the uh, 80s in hair metal, Mm -hmm. which I think ironically enough, Def Leppard wouldn't sign off on having their music used. I think I'm right about that. But everybody else, am I right about that? Yeah, it was a big legal battle over it because they just would not budge. Right. So Def Leppard is not, their music is not in Rock of Ages. Which the song is... Which is a crime. Rock of Ages by Def Leppard. Right, right. <laughs> right. You know, that's the thing. But that's good. My buddy actually was the lead in that on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Sargent. Uh, and so uh, that, you've got the Green Day musical uh, on Broadway, I believe, that happened. That looked pretty cool. Like, I like when they do stuff like that. I think that's clever. You know, to take the... Uh, like, hear those people sing, you know, that, that Broadway style of mm-hmm. singing whether it's rock or hip hop or you know whatever the case may be, and then put a story behind it, it's pretty neat. I've never seen one. I, I'm interested now in going to see it. Yeah, they usually travel and whatnot. So, all right, let's uh, let's get out of here for a Tuesday. You know, we got a lot to do today. For those that are asking uh, about the uh, uncensored podcast, because we you know we release that usually on Wednesday, we're we've got a couple things going on behind the scenes that we have to figure out. That being one of them, and you're like, well, how hard can it be? It's not hard. We just got a lot going on behind the scenes and in front of the scenes. Yeah. We got a lot going on everywhere. All the scenes. Yeah. So uh, we're, we've got some things coming up here that we'll you know, probably discuss tomorrow in Nelson's situation. By the way, Nelson, I just want to let you know, give you a heads up, uh-huh. that there is a joke. Semi prank, Joe. Stop. Okay. He doesn't know anything about it. Uh-oh. That you might not know today. Uh huh. You might not know come Friday. Okay. You might not never know. That doesn't make sense. You might not ever know. Okay. You might not never know. <laughs> we never know. But somebody eventually might tell you. That's how good this joke slash prank is, and it's already started. Has nothing to do with you. Easily mother. susceptible. It's nothing to do with me. Your mother. Oh no! Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> but it's good, and I've got picture proof of when it started, when it happened. And I've done this to somebody else, and it's I've got a really good story. So when you find out what I've done, then I can tell that story. But until then, I can't. But I could never know. Possibly. Like, till the day you die. Like, you can end up in one of them urns. And not even know not what the even joke know. was. Not even ne- know. Never know, whatever I said. Never know. Never know, no. That's how good of it is. That's how you good of a prank know. it is. You 
never know. It's got you thinking though, right? Yeah. Now I don't. Yeah, got it's, it's, proof. it's gonna it's gonna make you think all the time, constantly. Yeah. That's that's the best part of it. While we were at dinner, it could have just happened. It could be happening this morning, Joe. If you're in on it, dude, it could be Joe. Joe might be the prank. Joe looks confused, but he's not. He's not. <laughs> wouldn't you tell me that anyway? Like just to throw me off the sound? Of course I would, because it possibly could be it. But I doubt it. Right. <laughs> All right, Nikki, you got anything before we get out? We cannot forget about Shaq teaching us about those tacos. There you go. Shaq? Shaq. Oh, the general. tacos and the general. I think of the general, I think of Shaq. Mm -hmm. Shaq is the, Shaq and Snoop Dogg ultimate spokespeople. Oh, absolutely. You know. Uh, Nelson, you got anything? Like, was it at dinner? What? The prank. This prank. Where did it start? Was it at the, the Bailey House of Awesomeness? I don't know. I don't. I can't. I, can't. I don't know. <laughs> Screw you. I don't know. I can't talk about it anymore. Oh I just want to give you a heads up. So when you do find out what it is, mm-hmm. you'll just remember this conversation. Oh, I will. Give us a like, share, follow on the social. Listen to the BS, please, on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel at The Bailey Show. We'll be back to streaming tomorrow morning at 7. We do that each and every day from 7 to 9 on our Facebook page as well as the 98 Rock Facebook page. Uh, more opportunities to get you registered for the flyaway for the Scorpions come tomorrow morning starting at 6 a.m. where Monster Jam passes as well. Mickey is up next. Enjoy. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. If all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. And bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not If you can't wait for the next installment, grab their podcasts on the free Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. Later, dudes. 98 Rock. 98 Rock.